0: Square-faced and dignified, the newcomer wore a pristine uniform. He laughed, then embraced Dalinar. Old friend, he said, it's been too long.
1: Too long by far, Dalinar agreed. I'm glad you finally made your way here after years of promises. I heard you've even found yourself a shard blade.
0: (laughs) Yes, the newcomer said, pulling back, holding his hands to the side taken from an assassin who dared try to kill me on the battlefield."
1: The blade appeared. Kaladin stared at the silvery weapon. Etched along its length, the blade was shaped to look like flames in motion, and to Kaladin it seemed that the weapon was stained red. Names flooded his mind. Dalad, Korrib, Rish, a squad before time from another life. Men Kaladin had loved. He looked up and forced himself to see the face of the newcomer. A man Kaladin hated, hated beyond any other. A man he had once worshipped, High Lord Amaram. The man who had stolen Kaladin's Shardblade, branded his forehead, and sold him into slavery. Heroes Of presents...
0: StormPod, a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 2, Words of Radiance. the last two chapters in this first part of this new book, so there's kind of some important stuff that happens here in these last two chapters, so I would really suggest making sure you don't get spoiled. But if you are exactly where you're supposed to be, enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and uh, we just experimented with what he can do, filled with the power of stormlight, and to be honest, it wasn't that impressive. He should stick to podcasting.
1: It's Jack! What's up? (laughs) How are you doing?
0: Good, man. What's up?
1: good good uh what's up well uh these two chapters
0: <laughs> these two fucking chapters words of man.
1: radiance continue these two chapters were amazing i yeah. loved them 11 and 12 uh ending part one a light of words of radiance
0: mm-hmm. they're pretty crazy eh?
1: these were serious dude chapters yeah seriously these dudes. were major dude yeah yeah on major on the dude level yeah i got okay, like for-
0: four texts from you that was like dude there's like a miniature dude and then dude in caps
1: yeah. There was the dude, dude. Yeah. Like, like I, like I, I should have put the comma in the text to go dude, dude.
0: Like, like you were like, I'm the dude, but also whoa. dude. Like, yeah. 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 Also like. <laughs> Some varying degrees of dude. <laughs> also
1: dude, varying degrees of dude. Um,
0: what do you think yeah, of the, like, um, I mean, what do you think of the map here?
1: Well, I love the map. I love the lettering. Hmm. Like I really like that lettering. It and makes so me I'm, think
0: of uh, Klingon or something.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, I just, I like its simplicity and very, uh, sort of like pattern, mm-hmm. patternesque.
0: When and you it's, first it's saw quite, this, did it's you... quite beautiful. When you first looked at it before you read the chapter, did you have, mm-hmm. did it really give you any idea of where she was? Like, it's not really clear with any no, words, right?
1: Not, not especially, only that it says Shalon made landfall here. Right. And then after after I had read, uh, uh, this first chapter 11, illusion of perception, um, I assumed that it might've been, uh, Thalen writing. Okay. So that's what I had assumed. I don't know if I'm right about that. Right.
0: Well, they, they get picked up, she gets picked up by Thalens, right? Right. But if you look at the map, there's like a, um, like a kind of mm-hmm. a fortress at the top here with a crown in this little, mm-hmm, like, yeah. area in the mountains. And then if you look at the main map at the front, you'll be able to tell that um, the formation of those mountains resemble um, where it says Shattered Plains just north of the Frostlands.
1: So just just north of that uh, Yeah, if you're looking area, at the
0: main map of Roshar, the black and white one or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It'll be, if you'll see, Let you'll see Longbrow Strait, over Thalino where they traveled and they traveled up the coast here. And, um, Where's
1: uh, the, Alcar? uh, the merchant who we, we'll talk
0: about it later. It's Tavlakov. Tavlakov's back, but he, Tavlakov. um, he suggests taking her to the shallow crypts, which you can actually see here on the coastline. Right. And yeah, then yeah. just North of the shallow crypts is the shattered plains. And now if you flip back to the map that we have, there right. is the same mountain formation here where this, this tower is with the crown, and yeah. and this has to be the shattered plains because it's the same same right. layout of of mountains Right, and stuff. right. So she's actually not that far from the shattered plains. Right. But this map which, makes, which makes it even close, more. but it's probably really far still. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well,
1: it's just I mean you she came so cl- I mean they both came so close yeah, to getting really close. to where they wanted to mm-hmm. to come. So, and I'm still reeling from that. But well, we're going to talk a little bit really about cool. that in a
0: second here, about, about grief and how, let's get that to it in a second. Okay. Cause Shalon is just, you know, getting to it, right?
1: Shalon, Yeah. I mean, absolutely. So the chapter begins, well, okay. First thing, um, the chapter begins with another, uh, depiction of what could be construed as pattern. Right. This, this image, mm-hmm. but this time it's got a black background.
0: Did it have a white one before? Correct. Oh, really? Eh, I didn't, I don't think so, I noticed that.
1: Also, uh, on the, oh, j- just yeah. on the previous page in chapter 10. Right. Well, this is the past, a right?
0: Maybe there's a distinction right. between the pattern symbol in the past and the pattern symbol in the present.
1: Or so we'll have when to, he's in Shadesmar or not.
0: That's possible too. That's very possible. I guess we'll have to track it as we go along I know. and we start reading these six years ago, five years ago, four years ago, whatever mm-hmm. these flashbacks mm-hmm. that we will get, um, we'll have to see whether or not they're white symbols or black symbols. And then. So what be, I'm, what I'm concerned
1: with there. So what I, what I was thinking when I, when I saw that was, okay, well, is that a subtle hint in imagery that is kind of indicating that pattern or the, or the, uh, spren could have a dual,
0: a dual nature. nature, yeah. Well, I mean, that's anyway, not a bad that's not a bad theory because some of, most of our our main characters have had dual natures, right? Oh yeah. Dalinar incredibly... is the Black Thorn and the the diplomat. Kaladin's the soldier yep. and the uh, the the bridgeman the and the the surgeon. Shalan right, is the thief and, the, and, the, and the budding scholar, and even Yasna mm-hmm. is the scholar, um, or like the um Alethi princess and the frazzled scholar who's literally searching for answers. Right. So yeah, everyone's had kind of a dual nature in this book so far. So yeah.
1: Yeah. What, what I was hoping for Yasna, I have to admit, uh, in terms of her possible trajectory was that she was so, so much of an, uh, of a scholar that she would be confronted with having to believe. Right. Something. Right. And that's, that's, that's where my hopes were kind of going, uh, was that she was going to have that wrestle.
0: Like, definitely, it definitely seems like it would be, be the trajectory for her character before everything, right? Yeah. Like it makes sense that right, you'd come right. to that conclusion for sure.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So, uh, at the beginning here, you Navani Colin's, um, um, opening, uh, excerpt from her ex- excerpt from her, from her, from her <laughs> journal. <laughs> excerpt. Um, but understandably we were focused on Sadius. His betrayal was, Still fresh, and I saw its signs each day as I passed empty barracks and grievous widows we knew this is the part that i that i that I want to bring up mm-hmm. we knew that sadius would not simply rest upon his slaughters in pride more was coming right so uh that made me think, well geez, like are we heading into at the end of this part of part one are mm-hmm. we going to see sadius's comeback right because because it's kind of it's the ball I think is in Sadius's court now because it's kind of like, here's the betrayal mm-hmm. on the, at the, at the tower. And then Dalinar comes back and says, oh, betrayal. I'll seize power. Well, I'll seize power. I'm mm-hmm. now high Lord, uh, or I'm now, um. High,
0: high Prince of War.
1: High, high Prince of War. And I now have the Bridgman on right. my side.
0: And, and. and not and, just any Bridgman. And we can't, we can't, uh, forget how important it is that he has is backing the king right right
1: reluctant reluctant i mean after but, after a beating
0: for sure but he still has the backing of the king so yeah. that's important yeah, too man does. you know they they've really portrayed Elokar as kind of like a a king who's not really doing much and the high princes kind of do what they want but he <laughs> that's is That's why
1: i feel like you're you know like he in is terms of Elokar. I feel like your high-pitched Renarin voice almost better suits Elokar because of how
0: it probably you know, it probably should. <laughs> maybe I should uh, come up with an Elokar should, voice. Maybe,
1: maybe you should expand the the uh, the voice to include but multiple, Uncle, multiple characters. <laughs> why
0: are oh, you, you, you making the- se- having sex with my mommy? He's I wh- I don't even he's a, like he's that an voice.
1: Upturned, uh, an upturned, voiced whiner. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. Starts slow <laughs> but goes up. Starts slow and go up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Okay, so so Shalon, hmm. this is. I mean, jumping right into this. Uh, so there was. So, so there was all that to consider. The map was gorgeous. The, the lettering I was uh, taken by its beauty. Um. um and the pattern, the black, the introductory, the introduction uh, excerpt from the journal. Excerpted. And then, then Shallan. This is amazing. She wakes up on uneven rock, wet granite, head is throbbing as if she'd banged it against a wall repeatedly, but she was alive. Mm-hmm. And she's wondering how. Right. And this, I thought, <laughs> right at the beginning of the chapter, it's like, oh my God, you just hit us with this wonderful explanation. And right. And she sees a large brown shell in the water and it's the Santhid. Right. And so I want to pause right there because we're probably in my personal opinion, it's probably my highlight of this chapter
2: mm-hmm.
1: because of what I inferred from it right away just as soon as I start reading it, I'm just thinking, oh, wow, so if she hadn't been curious right if she hadn't have investigated if she hadn't have had her academics at the forefront mm-hmm. of what she wanted to do if she hadn't had respected herself enough right as a as a person, as a woman, mm-hmm. to stand up against, um, those that were telling her, no, no, just sit down. You don't need to go in the water and investigate this right. thing. She stood up for herself on all fronts exactly. and pushed forward and did it. Mm-hmm. And because of all of that, that is what saved her life.
0: Right. Right.
1: Sure. You can say the sand that saved her, but but it's not just the Santhid. sure i guess mechanically she
0: she saved her own life too right yeah
1: and and personally the the way i'm interpreting this mm-hmm. and this is the way i'm deciding to read this is that yasna is alive and well
0: because the Santhid saved uh, shalon
1: without her without shalon's curiosity and her without yasna's likeness like that mm-hmm. lives on right
0: Oh, so you like, mean she's I'm, like she's she's so sure. she's not dead, I'm as not, in like she lives through Shalon, kind of like in a yeah,
1: spiritual yeah, yeah, way? You mean? Hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: that's yeah. cool. I can get behind that. That's for sure cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. The the other part of this too is that um. You know, I'm just kind of starting to think about it right now while while we're talking mm-hmm. about it. Is that mm-hmm. this really means that the sand had stayed with the ship the entire time? Yeah. Like, they, she doesn't mention it again. She doesn't say, oh, and the Santhid followed no, it, us the entire time. We were, like, weeks no, and weeks no, of traveling. It, it, but it did, yeah, yeah, it stayed, like, you know. And maybe if it hadn't, if Shallan hadn't gone down there, it wouldn't have stayed with them. Clearly, it wouldn't have stayed with them that long. No. It made a connection with uh, with the Santhid. It made a connection, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, she made a connection with like, it. Yeah. It's really, really cool. It's, I uh, just
1: absolutely, you know, the, I mean, the Santhid, let me talk about the next chapter title, Hero. Santhid.
0: The I Santhid mean, came through, Man. Man.
1: Jeez. Jeez, the sand. And also like, I mean, it, she's starting off here. She's not quite to shore. She's on this, like on these rocks and the shore is just a short swim away. Right. And we find out that actually she can't swim all that well. Right. Um, she said that must've been,
0: it must've been too shallow for the Santa to bring right. her the whole way. So
1: it, it brought her as close as he could. Yeah. And I just love imagining that. Yeah. I it's just really think cool. I think that's wonderful.
0: Well, we kind of got a so, glimpse of it when she was drowning in the water last chapter with her yeah, because it said something yeah. reached out and grabbed her, right? Right, right. So it must've been the Santa that, that did that. So that's really cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Kadabra, I'm going to reach out and grab you. Um, so something is humming beside her and it's pattern, of course. He's translucent. I love this imagery too. Yeah. Translucent against, against the waves, against the rock. He's, I like that he's, that he can camouflage. Yes, I just love that. It's very important
0: ability. because he can hide yeah. from people just like, um, right. just like Syl can make herself appear to people that she wants, right?
1: Mm-hmm. She can
0: hide from people that she wants. And so, so can Pattern.
1: Right. Um, and then she asks him, did not did not did anyone make it? And Pattern says, make other people, the, the sailors, did, did they escape? Uncertain, Pattern says. In yeah. this humming voice. I'm not sure what a humming voice is, but. Mm. I wish I could do it. Mm, uncertain. Mm, something like that. Yeah, um, it must be. Ship gone, splashing, nothing seen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I'm always going for the lower register. Yeah. The, it could be a high pitched. The um, mm. Santhid. <laughs>
0: The, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uncertain gun
1: <laughs>
0: it could be either one right Whoa,
1: I like that I like Santed, that.
0: Yeah. nothing mm, yeah. nothing
1: seen mm. <laughs> okay, so so she's nearly drowned. <laughs> Yasna was dead, and the crew of the wind's pleasure likely murdered or swallowed by the sea. but instead of mourning them or marveling at her survival, Shalon was engaging already in scholarly speculation right. Because she's, she's, she's already, um, asking questions like, you know, um, where are they? The Santhid that rescued me. Yeah. How, how how would it known what to do? Were, were the Santhid intelligent? Yeah. She starts to. Could she have somehow communicate with it? So she's already dissecting all this and then she catches herself like, wow, like.
0: Yeah. And then I like this little inner monologue line here. She says, that's what you do. Yes, A deeply right. buried part of herself accused her. You distract yourself. You refuse to think about things that bother you. Hmm. I
1: want to pause there because I really, I really took to heart that line mm-hmm. and applied it to my, uh, my personal life and what's happening in my personal life. And I thought that would, that's really, really good a great thing to reflect upon, I think for most of us. Mm-hmm. And that is, is that, yes, there are, you know, things that, that are bothering us and that are, you know, terrible or yeah. um, not, not as you would like it, but you, that's what you do. You distract yourself and you refuse to think it's about those age, things. And, it's and the and age, it's the age of on. distraction.
0: We're, 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 we've all literally yeah. been distracting ourselves of the real world for the last couple of years now, because of everything that's been going on in the world. It's just, it's all, yeah. you know, we all need an escape, right? So this is partly why this podcast, what this podcast is, is you and me escaping into this book and finding meaning and talking yeah. to each other and having fun and sharing it with other people. Yeah. And it's a distraction from the real world, right? I'm literally locked in a closet right now, away from my family, being <laughs> able to distract myself from the responsibilities of fatherhood to do this with you. It's, so it's, it's definitely. covered the cupboard
1: under the stairs. It's the cupboard
0: under I'm, the stairs. I'm, yeah. I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> but uh, she says, this is how, but, but that was how she survived. She thought. Right, By right, distracting right. herself.
1: Right. So Shallan feels like weeping, mm-hmm. um, and she's just think. I had to underline these lines because...
0: Yeah, go ahead, read them.
1: It was just, it was, about, it was about Yasna. So she's thinking, a woman so brilliant, so amazing, was just gone. Right. Yasna had been trying to save everyone, protect the world itself, and they'd killed her for it. The suddenness of what had happened had left Shallan stunned. And so she sat there shivering and cold and just stared out at the ocean. Her mind felt as numb as her feet.
0: This is one of the things I wanted to talk about that I kind of started mentioning earlier was that it's been two weeks since we, uh, two or three weeks since we read the chapter where Yasna dies. You've had two or three weeks to to deal with it, to grieve it. Mm-hmm. But Shalon's yep. chapter, like bef- between her last chapter and this chapter, there was two chapters that had not- no Shalon in it, right? It was like Dalinar That's and right. Kaladin. So yep. we haven't had Shalon in three weeks now. And she's just dealing with it because it just happened to her the night before. So it's right. strange. Yeah. It must be strange for you because you, you know, normally when I first read the book, at any other time I've read the book, other than this time, I would have read the chapter right away. I would have read these chapters within, right, you know, right. a couple of hours or a day or so. Right. Right. And right. you've had to wait three weeks. So you've been dwelling on this Yasna's death for three weeks now. And you've been processing it where Shallan has not. Her grief is immediate. Like, she's no. literally still dealing with it. So it must be a little strange. That's right.
1: Well, it's, what, what it does is, is when I'm reading her pain, it brings me back to my initial thoughts. Right. But because I've had a few weeks to think about it, and because I'm now... Like I'm now able to look at it and think that Yasna played a part in shalon surviving
3: right right
1: like if if Shalon had not gone on the journey in Carbranth at the Vale mm-hmm. as an academic studying and 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 admiring Yasna getting close to her mm-hmm. um i guess um. What's the word I'm searching for? Um,
0: like emulating her and...
1: Revering, revering her. I'm, I won't say worship, but like... Right. Um,
0: well, we see how important this is at the end of the chapter, right? When she decides she needs to act a certain way to get these merchants, these slavers, to do what she right. wants, she right. like literally takes all the things that Yasnas taught her and puts it into motion. Like we'll get there in a little uh-huh. bit, but, but you're yeah. right. What you're saying right now is is exemplified at the end of this chapter.
1: Oh, absolutely. So she is going to go for a swim. Yeah. She needs um, to get to, to shore. Get to shore. She's, she's got to do it. So we do find out that she, um, so she said that she's fe- that, that she feels numb. I love this, that Sanderson does this. It's yeah. just, it's so clever. It's just a wonderful, her mind felt numb as her feet. And then when she jumps into the cold water to make the swim, uh, she could feel the, the cold water. It's biting cold. Mm-hmm. And then she notes, not comfortably numb then or sorry, not comfortable, not, there's my pink Floyd (laughs) kind Not, not, not completely numb then, she says. That's Uh, fine. So, so, so the numbness, I I feel numb from Yasin's death, but then it's like, no, no, I don't feel as numb as I was thinking. I'm, 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 I'm still alive.
0: Right. Right. You know, I, I I just cold water is kind of shocking me out of it.
1: Yeah. Um, so Pattern is kind of confused by her going in the cold water. Well, we can't be here forever. So, Mm -hmm. so she, she, she's going to shore. She Falls to her knees once she gets to the shore, and then she starts thinking about how awful everything is and about the predators in the water. She's having an, an afterthought and fear spren right wiggle out of the sand around her, but then she thinks, Well, that's silly. Um, why I'm frightened now, but it's after the swim, so the spren vanish,
0: right? It's a, it's kind of funny, so that's really it's, interesting. it's a weird moment, right. Where Delayed fear. She like, like you're was, swimming. Yeah. She was, she was like not even thinking about how afraid she was while she was doing it. It only kicked in afterwards. Oh, I should have been really fucked up and f- afraid by that because there was all these creatures in there that could have ate me. Right. Yeah.
1: But, but go, go back to her earlier advice, advice that she gave herself. You distract yourself. You refuse right. to think about things that bother you. Right. So that got her. From the rocks to the shore, right. and it was only after that that she thought about thought, things that bothered right. her,
0: and was like, "Oh yeah, right. I should have been really freaked oh, out. Oh yeah, I'm right. Afraid. I should
1: be afraid of that. Oh, there's the fear spread. Oh, but that's <laughs> silly. I'm already done the swim, so, <laughs> right. so, so no so reason to be away. afraid now. Yeah, dude, I love that. Yeah, it's just it's just wonderful. Um, okay. So after that, uh, so this is really cool too, and I, so she kneels down and traces a glyph word in the sand mm-hmm. in prayer to the Almighty she didn't have a means of burning it
0: much like, so she um, assumes. much like Navani burned the Thath brand at the end of way of Kings. Right.
1: Right. So she bows her head reverently for 10 heartbeats. Hmm. So this, this we're seeing, we're seeing Shalon exhibit. Right. Um, more of herself.
0: Mm-hmm. And um, we're also getting a little bit more information of how they pray. When they right. pray, they bow their heads for 10 heartbeats. And we know right. there's something else that happens with 10 heartbeats.
1: With 10 heartbeats. So
0: there's the definitely a connection between what people believe yep. now and what had happened before in old times, right? Like 10 really orders. Or are there not 10, ten orders? orders of, uh, yeah. Yeah. 10 orders. 10, ten silver kingdoms. Yeah.
1: 10 seconds before the summoning. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And ten, uh, the ten next heralds. paragraph, the 10 heralds. 10 yeah. heralds. We get, uh, we get the next, uh, or sorry, we get in the, in the next paragraph, we get what I would have maybe chosen as an alternate title for this Ooh, chapter. So this go. chapter was an illusion of perception, which I completely agree with mm-hmm. considering what we deal with toward the end of the chapter. Um, but hope against hope is what's in the, and I thought that would, that would have been a good choice. Yeah, too.
0: that's really nice actually.
1: Um, so, um. So after this, she starts walking along the shoreline, getting to the, getting to the shore. Pattern is keeping up with her, humming anxiously behind. I love this. Mm-hmm. I just love imag- imagining her in this. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, I'm I'm glad that I've, um, visually, again, I'm, I'm a, more of a movie kind of person. So... I'm thinking of pattern in terms of movements. Yes. Like an octopus. So I'm glad to have seen uh, finding Dory, this right. uh, second sequel to that octopus who can yeah. also camouflage right. himself and his movements. Yeah, for sure. So I'm kind of thinking pattern that way, but there's actually another Disney movie. I'm a bit of, I you know, can't be denied. I'm, I'm a Disney. I've, I've seen a lot of Disney movies. Um, there's another Disney movie. I think it's called big hero six. Yeah. And in it, the character, uh, this, this younger guy, he's like a, uh, robotics kind of wizard. He creates this, like um, this, uh, the, these tiny little robots that can, that can go into any form and travel across great distances and stuff like that. And th- those patterned movements of that thing, I think lend itself. Well, uh, is sort of an image. If uh, there's any listeners out there that know what I'm talking about. I love um, that movie in terms of pattern uh, and what pattern looks like and how he moves. Mm-hmm. So this is, this is interesting though, that the, that the, on this shore where they are, um, in the south, um, the, the sand is actually quite, uh, uncomfortable. In fact, it's sharp. Yeah. Or, or it's, it's bludgeoning on the bottom of her feet. Her feet are sliced up, reddened from the rocks. And I, and you know what I was thinking with this, when I first read it, her feet are bleeding. And yeah. I thought you're leaving a trail. Right. That's, so I thought you're going to be captured that way. Gonna like, caught, you know, like, Yeah, right. you're going to get caught just by leaving blood, but no, that wasn't quite what, uh, Brandon, Mr. Sanderson had in mind, mm. but that's where I went. So her first thoughts are about pirates. I've got to, I've got to build a fire to signal other survivors. But then she's also thinking, yeah, but you might also signal pirates and bandits right. and shipboard, the shipboard assassins who had already come for you. So I was right with this in terms of like her leaving the bloodstained feet. Yeah. Um, so I was thinking all of these things I thought this was delightful to read um, um, she,
0: she so, also says though but really on. it's a fine plan to build a fire and make sure that the bandits don't see it but she lived in a stately manner her whole life with servants right. who could build a fire for her how the fuck is she supposed to figure how out how to I build fuck? a fire
1: yeah right yeah, I, 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 I think of the movie Wedding Crashers I don't even know what the fuck a quail is what am I supposed <laughs> to do here like, I don't, like a fire I don't even know what the fuck a fire is right how do I even do go- that well, how am I, yeah, yeah. she's never how started one in a
0: hearth, let alone in the wilderness. In the she wilderness. said, So like, yeah, right. how is she going to do that? How
1: am I going to do this? Right. And Pattern says, come and he's vibrating in the sand. This is cool. By the way, he vibrates in the sand and she looks at him. I recognize that, that vibrating right. in the sand, like sand on a plate. And she thinks of capsule. Right.
0: right. It's the first time she's thought of him since, uh, yeah. since he, so I like like, since that. the last book and stuff. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. Um,
0: And then all of a sudden pattern comes and he's like,
1: come. Yeah. Come. What did you, did you find anybody? Yes. Followed. So she follows pattern down the coast. Um, he stops beside something halfway, uh, halfway submerged in the water. And she found, she finds a trunk, a large wooden trunk. And, um, so this is Yasna's trunk. And I love the way this is described, dude. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about inside, like a glowing treasure. Were Yasna's books and notes carefully packed away, protected in their waterproof enclosure. Mm. Yasna might not have survived, but her life's work had. Yeah.
3: It's pretty cool. And so
1: for me, that was like the, like the trunk was, I was personifying like she had it survived
0: as, some, right. Right. That S- something she of survived.
1: her survived. And, and, and I mean, absolutely, because, because we're major D&D guys, um, right. you know, I thought of it's a treasure chest. Right. You know, it's like, this is, this is we treasure. Know like,
0: we know there's tre- uh, uh, like scholarly treasure in there, but there's also spheres yeah. in there. So there is treasure in there as well. And there's
1: spheres, so it's glowing. So I thought, mm-hmm. wow, this is great. And then in addition to that, <laughs> my, my thoughts again, because of film, I went to the briefcase in Pulp Fiction.
0: Yeah. She opens it up and it just opens glows it and up and it's yeah. glowing. And I'm <laughs> yeah, like, oh awesome. dude,
1: they finally got the briefcase. It's, <laughs> it's funny. Marcellus Wallace's soul or yeah. whatever it is. Um, there's a
0: moment here that I want to kind of dwell on a little bit. Um, he says, come. And then she says, what? Did you find someone? And he said, yes.
1: Right.
2: So
0: there's did two things fi- I want to uh, consider. Yes. here. One, find- either Pattern doesn't know the difference between someone and something. Right. He doesn't understand that there's a difference in the language. Well, or I- he was saying, yes, I did find someone. I find, found what was left of Jasnah. All of right. her work, all of her stuff. And in right. essence, he's saying in kind of like a poetic way, yes. I found someone.
1: She lives on. Yeah.
0: Right. So there's right. two ways of doing this. Two ways.
1: I took it as Yasna being there. I mean, right at the beginning of the chapter mm-hmm. when she survives and it's the Santhid.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Like that for me was Yasna's alive and well for me.
0: Yeah. It's very cool.
1: So Shalon. um, so she kneels so chance, down.
0: scene change here, right? It's
1: scene change. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, night is almost, uh, is almost upon her. It says the shocking cold down here, her clothing feels like ice. And she starts to think that I'm going to have to go into Shadesmar and I'm going right. to have to try to create fire somehow. Mm-hmm. So she says, all right, let's, let's do it. And Pattern's <coughs> like, mm, dangerous. And she says, why? What is land here is sea. There. Right. And so she says,
0: wow, she starts thinking about am, it. Right? How am I
1: going to do this? And, and she starts thinking it. about
0: it. She's like, yeah, you know what? When we were at sea and I traveled to Shadesmar, I landed on ground on ebony on- in Shadesmar. And then when I was in Carbranth, I traveled to Shadesmar and I fell into the sea of glass. So he's saying that the, in Shadesmar is the inverse right. of Roshar. Right. Right. Which is really, really cool to think about. It's really
1: cool. So she says, well, what, what, what do we do? And Pattern says, go slowly. Right. So she tried it as she did before, slowly and carefully, like opening her eyes in the morning. I'd love the way that's, that's written. Mm -hmm. Um, and Pattern is advising her, use the light and bring them.
0: I want to read this place. I want to read this here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it says... Awareness of another place consumed her. Mm-hmm. The nearby trees popped like bubbles, beads forming in their place and dropping towards a shifting sea of them below. Shalon felt herself falling. Mm-hmm. She gasped, then blinked back that awareness, closing her metaphoric eyes, and that place vanished. And in a moment, she was back in the stand of trees. Pattern hummed nervously. Shalan set her jaw and tried again, more slowly this time, slipping into that place with a strange sky and not sun. For a right. moment, she hovered between worlds, Shadesmar overlaying the world around her like a shadowy afterimage. Holding between the two was difficult. So she's literally yeah, standing I know. in between both <laughs> worlds at the same time. Right. right. It's really cool. It's really like, cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: In terms of like an artistic. Interpretation of that—it's mm-hmm. just wonderful. The possibilities. Oh yeah, I it's just, like I, 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 just, I, I see that. it
0: as like a, like a, like as a flicker. You know what I mean? Like she, like the world is constantly shifting from Shadesmar to Roshar, Shadesmar to right. Roshar, back and yeah. forth as it's happening. Almost like, and to her, there is no difference between the two. They both exist in the same moment at the same time. Right, kind of thing. Right. I love it so much. It's well, so it's, cool. Like,
1: it's, it's it's like a, it's like a almost a, like a resonating or vibrating reality. Like you're you're in and out of two states, like the, like the ball is both on the table and off Mm -hmm. the table at the same time. Right, right. On the, on the bounce. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like this idea of augmented reality as opposed to virtual reality, where in virtual reality, you put a headset on or whatever, and you go into this virtual world, but augmented reality is like overlaying that virtual world over top of the real world. Right. So it's like when you, you'd be walking into a store and if you had AR glasses on or whatever, you'd be able to see... You know, all the, um, uh, like, in these, like, fake neon lights that were, I'm, uh, you know. I'm, I'm like...
1: familiar with virtual insanity.
0: No. <laughs> is what you? I'm living in. There you go.
1: Let me tell you. Um yeah it's so cool, dude. I mean, it's just it's a really, really interesting I mean again the the world building and the, I guess I guess this would be the metaphysical or magic kind of the a component cognitive
0: to? world building because it's all the it's the, yeah. it's the world and it's the cognitive realm yeah. at the same time and yeah but yeah, you're no, right it's, there's it's the, she's exploring these powers it. that she has, right
1: mm-hmm. so in Shadesmar again when uh, she is witnessing uh pattern. He is casting the shadow the wrong way toward the yeah. distant, cold-seeming sun. I like the way it's described earlier and the not-sun. Mm-hmm. Compound word. I love that. The,
0: the not-sun. Not yeah, sun. it's true because yeah, that's what they've they cool. referred to it a couple times.
1: It's the not-sun. I love that.
0: There's a line here um, just after, after Pattern says, use the light, bring them. It right. says, Shalon hesitantly drew the light into herself. And I really mm. like the fact that he uses the word drew. Because she draws, right. she's an artist. Oh, I missed that. So, and so she dr- she's drawing the lights. You know what I mean? Like Kaladin might yes. the, the language yeah, for yeah. Kaladin when he uses the Stormlight might not ever say draw or drew, right? But yeah, Kal- yeah uh, but yeah. Shalon oh, is I'm drawing so the power into her. Yeah, it's really I've cool. Got to,
1: I've got to underline that now. I've got to just so it's official in my.
0: <laughs> just so that when you you know when you're an old man and you go back when I'm to these an old books, man like, and
1: I'm, re- and I'm re- well when I'm rereading this the next time Drew right. I just, I love dude I love that you picked up on that thank you thank you thank you that's yeah, that's a that's gem cool. that's a cool that's a cool that's a cool I like that um so he says oh so, sorry so so while she's here he's starting to think that she's doing it better than before he says good yeah in a deep humming, a a deeper hum here. He's got a, he's got a deeper, he's got his, uh, he's got his, uh, his Barry White. Yeah. Let's, let's bring back Barry White into season two of the podcast here.
0: No, that was a mistake, man. That that episode 11 that we had to rerecord because it sounded like (laughs) it was horrible. It's available on patreon.com slash heroes up. If you want to listen to a whole episode where I sound like Barry White. I like
1: the low register.
0: But he, um, um, she says, I, uh, he says, I am from here yet. I remember so little. Yeah. And this I, is, that, uh, um,
1: th- that's a curiosity for me. I don't quite get that.
0: Well, Uh, we, we, we've seen Sill do it too, right? I know, but like, I don't know Sill's now over here into Roshar and she has, her memory is fractured. It's almost shattered like the shattered planes. She's trying to piece everything together so she can remember stuff. And she's like, I don't know why I know it, but it feels wrong. Or I don't know why I, I I feel like this, but it feels right. Like there's this, her, her memories Mm -hmm. are there, but she's slowly coming back to them. And I Mm -hmm. feel like Pattern's the same thing. He's like, I, I'm from here yet. I remember so little.
1: We haven't really met too many characters that are all-knowing and have everything together do we? have we
0: I mean maybe one but that uh, character comes off as yeah that character comes off as a little <laughs> bit crazy so maybe they think they're all-knowing and maybe they're not actually all-knowing so
1: Wit wit is my cue he's my cue Oh he's awesome
0: Every every uh every story needs a cue
1: Every story needs a cue or actually maybe he's maybe he's a little something different actually cuz cue likes like a, to Q likes to meddle and uh and uh see what, like there's a chaotic component to what Q is willing to witness and right. bring together. So I don't know, I'm not quite sure that we have evidence that wit is like that, but um or so far. He, so she does it, notice he seems something to, cool like to nudge. Like, or, he wit, does. Wit, I feel yeah. like wit might like likes but to nudge. there's a lot of nudgers in this. Like Yeah. There's a lot of, like, I mean, I would, I would say that the spren are nudging. Sill is nudging. For sure.
0: Absolutely. Like
1: the wind, the wind Absolutely. is nudging. Yeah. Like, you know, like there, there's a lot of that. And I, I just, I love it. Yeah. Um, so she, she looks up in Shades March. She sees something over her head and, uh, cringing. She looks up to see large bird-like creatures. They were dark gray and they oh, didn't yeah. have a specific shape or blurry, but they're large. And, uh pattern says spren they're drawn by you your tiredness and she's like is exhaustion spren he says yes so that's cool that she gets that's to really see cool exhaustion spren in a different in shadesmar right
0: right because this is how so they look in the real world last Shalon chapter we got Shalon peeking in at Yazna, while Yasna's working mm-hmm. and exhaustion are surrounding her and Shallan uh, y- right. can tell that is tired. This is before she gets killed. And in the physical world, the description is dizzy jets of dust rising into the air. Right. So like, there's definitely a a difference here between what they look like in the uh, our world and what they look like in their world, Mm -hmm. and it's really well placed that he used exhaustion spread just earlier in the book, and then now gave us a a shadow, a a Shadesmar description of them. I really love this placement here; it's really awesome.
1: Um, so she 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 actually uh, manages to get a hold of, uh, or I think she's touching one of the beads, Mm -hmm. Um, and she's a stick and to stick and she says please i need you to become fire i am stick <laughs> but but you, but you could be fire shalan says i am a stick well, why why don't you become fire instead i am a stick how do i make it change she asks pattern mm, i do not know you must persuade it offer it truths i think this place is dangerous for you for us. Please speed. You want to burn," <laughs> she says to the stick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: "I am a stick. Think how much fun it would be. <laughs> I am a stick.
3: <laughs> nice try, Stormlight," Charlotte.
1: she says. "You could have it. All that I'm all that I'm holding. I am a stick. Sticks need stormlight for things," she says. "I am a stick. I get it. Yes. Yes. I love this. This is, I am Groot. Yeah, um, it's, it's just, it, <laughs> it's great. i love it. I am a stick. And I love that she's in this shades bar and she's trying to convince something to be something else. Right. Like right. to what other, like, I mean, it is responding to her. Right. So it, it's got some kind of intelligence. Mm-hmm. So it it, it'd be, it'd be kind of like going up to, you know, another entity. Let's say, uh, like, like Meadow, my, my, my lovely kitty cat. Mm-hmm. Listen, look, I need you to be a dog. Okay. Like, or I need you to be. I'm a um, cat. <laughs> I am a cat. Yes. But I need a dog right
0: now. I need okay? a dog who can bark. I am a yeah, cat.
1: I am a cat.
0: This whole, I am uh, a stick thing is a yeah, very I, popular I a... meme. It's a very, very popular meme in the Light Archive. Yeah, Uh, it's not not giving anything away for you. This part, this little part between Shalon and the stick, is a very famous fan favorite moment. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's "I am a stick" T-shirts and stuff that Brandon Sanderson sells on his site and everything. Like, it's really cool.
1: But I am a meadow. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I know you're a meadow. I get it. But I need you to be a candelabra. I need a candelabra right now. Right. You can't have enough <laughs> candelabras. Would somebody please get me a fricking cam- candelabra?
0: Yeah. So yeah, she's, um, she's getting very, very frustrated here. Her stormlight's running out. Right. And we know that Yasna told her, you don't want to go into Shadesmar without stormlight. them. It's very right? dangerous.
1: But it happens to her.
0: Yeah, and then it was in a gone in a moment, drained from her, and she exhaled, slipping into Shadesmar with a yep. sigh, feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. She fell into the sea of spheres, that go. awful blackness, millions of moving yep. bits consuming her, and then she just threw herself from Shadesmar like it was nothing.
1: Yeah, she came back.
0: She comes back.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Whereas before it's the first time she she's was, able to do that. Right, right. She, she says she can't swim.
0: Right. Right, she but can't she, swim. But, I definitely can't she, swim in those but beads. she can't. Yeah. She can't, so well, she, she can't... literally just like zooms herself back yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to to Roshar to to, Rochard, to, the, uh, to the physical world. It's really awesome.
1: So all that grew all grew normal around her again. No more distant sun, no more sea of spheres, just the frigid cold, the night sky and biting wind that blew between the trees. So she leans back against Jasna's trunk. Her arms still ached from dragging that thing up on the up from the beach. Mm-hmm. Do you know how to make fire? she asks Pattern. And it it has a response for her. He says, change? Mm -hmm. Offer the change. I tried, she says. I know. His vibrations sounded depressed.
0: Mm -hmm. Like he doesn't know how to explain it to her, other than saying what he's already said.
1: What is it Yasna said? Control is the basis of all true power. Authority and strength are matters of perception. So she curls up into a ball for a minute. She says, Mm -hmm. no, no, that's not right. She gets up onto her feet, grabs a, grabs a sphere, digs out a sphere yep. and starts walking. Right. Pattern is So she's her. leaving
0: the, um, she's clearly, we know by the end of the chapter, she's leaving the trunk behind. Right. She's literally just trying to find someone, anyone, she to can't, help
1: her. Right. Yeah. So she's walking and then Pattern is at her feet, her feet, he notices that her feet are bloodier now, leaving mm-hmm. the red trail. So there's the red trail. So I was kind of following You're this. You're like, oh, uh, here it is again. Read. I'm yeah. like, oh, here it is again. And then... So she walks and walks, and light. A pinprick in the darkness. A numb part of her worried that the light was really Noman, the second moon, mm-hmm. that she'd march right toward it and fall off the edge of her char. So she sur- was surprised to see herself stumbling right into the middle of a small group of people sitting around a campfire. She blinked, looking from one face to another, then ignoring the sounds they made, for words were meaningless to her in this state. She walked to the campfire and lay down, curled up and fell asleep.
0: She just literally walked up and passed out.
1: Yeah. I I absolutely was delighted to read that. It Mm -hmm. was a delight. If I could say Mm -hmm. that, you know, I mean, there's so many wonderful things in this chapter, but what an amazing thing for a character to walk in, you're exhausted, your feet are bloodied. Oh, there's a group of people. Oh, there's a campfire. (laughs) Oh, good night. So tired. I'm just going (laughs) to curl up.
0: Well, she didn't get to sleep Honestly. the night before, right? Like she was going to sleep, fell yeah. asleep for a little while when yep. all the ruckus happened with the bandits yep. on the ship. So she's literally not have a, ha, had a sleep plus almost drowning. And then having to say,
1: I'm just going to say it. It's so cute. That, that she it is really, it it's is really, cute. really, really cute. Yeah. It is really cute. You, you know what I
0: love about all this too, is what? that um, Sanderson didn't have Shalon go look for help right away. She tries to do it on her own. She even tries right. to go to a super yeah. dangerous place like Shadesmar yep. to make it happen. She exhausts absolutely All every resources. personal yeah. resources she can do. Yep. And then at the end, she's not hard headed enough to be like, you know what? I'll just sit here and die. Then she says, fine. I would rather mm-hmm. die looking for help than die. Just sitting here. Yeah. And I I love it. I think it's an amazing, amazingly written chapter for Shalon. It shows yep. her resiliency, but also her ability. Yeah. yeah. And, and also her ability to say, you know what? I need help now. I need, I need to go find yeah. help. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: Well, but yeah, that's not the end next of the chapter. Voice yet. That, you know, it's, not the, it's not the end. Another, another point of view change in the last bit of the chapter, I think. Mm-hmm, yeah. It is. Um, so she hears a voice say brightness. She wakes up. Her face is hurting, but not as much as her feet. Feeder in a lot of pain. Brightness, are, are you feeling well? She recognizes a Thalen accent. And the air is smelling like smoke from the fire and she wakes up. She would slept on a hard rock and her body was aching. She didn't recognize the speaker. It was a portly Thalen man, white beard. Not a sailor, a merchant, she thinks. You are well then, the man says, speaking in a lethe. We were going to pack, uh, to go. You see your arrival at last night was unexpected. We didn't wish to disturb you, but thought perhaps you would want to wake before we depart. She notices two other men. They're tall and hulking. Vorin descends, she thinks, packing up mm-hmm. blankets and bedrolls. And then she notices the wagons, the chawl wagons, right. uh, on the backs were, what was it now? Cages. Yeah. Cages on the back holding a handful of dirty, shirtless men. And then it takes a second for it to click in. She goes, slavers. Right. And we've been here before, haven't we?
0: Yes, we have. In these exact same wagons. So
1: I was getting really excited when I was reading this. I'm like, oh my goodness, because I'm thinking... Did you feel
0: like it was Tavlakov before it was Tavlakov? Did you like...
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I did because I was thinking... Because as I was reading, I'm thinking, okay, well, we've already been through one one of the main characters that's been through this experience. And right. what I thought, mistakenly, I should have, I well, not mistakenly, I thought that maybe Shallan was actually going to be. And slave a slave. Like, taken right. in, and but I didn't account for, yeah, you're a light eyes, and then there's the Yasna mm-hmm. influence, and yeah, you know, she doesn't have things.
0: any uh, slave brands on her forehead, no,
1: exactly. Right? right? So right. it was a different thing than Kaladin being thrown in, mm-hmm. right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and she's like, you know, and she's, and she's and it's, kind it's, of it's, worried
1: at the start, right?
0: She is, yeah, she's she is worried for sure, but she
1: quickly so, but then she starts thinking, yeah, but. Even if they do take me, selling a vorin woman of high dawn, such as myself, mm-hmm. is a risky gambit for any slaver right. It was rare that any light eyes were made a slave, aside from Arden's, I thought that was interesting
0: aside from Arden's yeah. aside
1: from Arden's, and it says usually someone of higher breeding would would simply be executed instead and this is mm-hmm. this is a horrible line, but it says slavery was a mercy for the lower classes
3: right. Ugh. That's yeah. that's bridge. That's heartbreaking. Eh? That's yeah. that's heavy. That's yeah. a heavy
1: line. Yeah. Brightness she he says again, "What what is your name?" Shalon asks. "I am Vlachev, humble merchant." A uh, slaver, she says. As I said, a merchant. I love that. That's so great.
0: Remember, I want us to remember something here that we as much as we disliked Tavlaka for being a slaver, right. we actually liked him yeah. when we read him because yeah. he was kind of a smart ass and he's like, remember yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, oh when Callan rips up the the map and he's like, Oh, I wish you would have uh, I would have given you pictures of my wife to rip up if you're so yeah. good at ripping things up. <laughs> yeah, or my uh, my ex wife or whatever. Sense of humor. So we we like yeah, yeah, we like his his personality even right. though we don't like his profession. His profession is you know screwed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean I mean cripes you're you're dealing with <laughs> you know your particip- i mean it's, it's it's again it's it's that interesting thing that i guess can happen in uh, in reading stories that you can have a person doing an absolutely gruesome horrible thing right and yet you can find connection somehow right
0: right so and then there's also the reverse you could have people oh, who do course. something very altruistic who are also fucking assholes Like Like in the Harry Potter series, the aunt and uncle take him in and give him a place to live, but they're fucking complete pieces of shit to him.
1: Well, I was going to say in like, like Teravangian, oh, I'm going to, I'm helpful. And I,
0: right. That's our best. That's your, the the best example in for this world for sure is that he's trying to do something altruistic Mm -hmm. through really bad means. Right. Yeah.
1: (sighs) Okay. Well, and then she's eyeing, I like this, this little detail here. So she says a slaver, he says a merchant. And then she's noticing the cudgels that they carry around their waists. Right. I like that little bit of gruesome detail, a cudgel, like, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Like any second they could just knock me out and I could be knock in out of those out. wagons. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. Um, so she's, she's experiencing the, the pain spread that are coming from her wounds and her feet. Um, she, I like this, that she notes that the two guards are regarding her hungrily Right. To Vlakev even leering his eyes, very eager. I really, I like this imagery in the text because it made me think like they were like animals a little bit, stalking right. their well, prey. Well, they're, they're vultures or something, yeah, you know what I mean? It, like even though we like to and kind of everything, it just had this really kind of neat little, I don't know. I really, I really like the way that that was, that was written. So again, mm-hmm. Brandon, Mr. Sanderson, love it.
0: She thinks that they probably stole her sphere that she had when she, used, yep. the one she used to light the way.
1: Yeah. And here's my girl, Yasna, coming back. She thinks about all of this and she says, control is the basis of all power. How would Yasna respond to this situation? The answer was simple. She would be Yasna. Shallan pipes up. I will allow you to assist me. Sorry, hold on. Sorry, Before
0: you read that, um... you know what Shalon does here, right? Is Shalon looks down at her WWJD uh, bracelet and it doesn't say, what would Jesus do? It's what would Yasna do? What would
1: Yasna do? Yeah. (laughs) She's
0: like, Oh fuck. I know what Yasna do. She would be fucking Yasna and she wouldn't put up with this shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? She'd take control of this whole fucking caravan and make her, make it hers.
1: This is what Brian Boitano would do. (laughs)
0: What would Brian Boitano do? Yeah. He'd do like is a Lutz. It, is, that a, wasn't that, a Lutz was, is that a move? Is no, that was a skating a, move? It was
1: a South Park thing. It was a, oh. it was a random old joke.
0: Oh. I, yeah, um, I do watch South Park, so.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, I will allow you to assist me, she says. I love this so much. Right. Uh, he says, brightness, as you can see, I am the victim of a shipwreck. My servants are lost to me. You and your men will, will do... I like this. You and your men will do. I love that. Oh my. Yeah. yeah. You will do. I mean, I, as I'm overlooking you for the first time, I see that you're insufficient, but you will do. Right. <laughs> I love that. She says, I have a trunk. We will need, you will need to, we will, she says, we, we will need to go fetch it. Uh, it would of course be our privilege to help, Vlokov says, brightness Devar, she says, where other light eyes like Shalon's father, I this, I like. Where other light eyes like Shallan's father went about with conceited egotism. Mm -hmm. So we get a little insight here.
0: Into her father, yeah.
1: Right. Well, from her point of view. Right. Yasna had simply expected people to do as she wished, and they had. Mm -hmm. She could make this work. She would have to. Tradesman Tavlakev, she says, I will need to go to the Shattered Plains. Do you know the way? The Shattered Plains, we were there a few months ago, but are now heading to catch a large barge. Or sorry, to catch a barge over to Thelena, uh, We have completed our trading in this area, with no need to return northward. Ah, but you do have a need to return, to take <laughs> me, she says. <laughs> I yeah. love this. Tivlakev walks over to her. It will be an expensive trip for us to return without wares. I have only these slaves I purchased at the shallow crypts. Not enough to justify the trip back, not yet. Expensive? Shallan says, I... I assure you, tradesman Tavlak, if the expense is minuscule to me, you will be greatly compensated. Now let us be moving. There are people important waiting for me at the Shattered Plains. But Brightness, you've obviously had a difficult time of events recently. Yes, that I can see. Let me take you to the Shallow Crypts. It's much closer. You can find rest there and send word to those waiting for you. Did I ask <laughs> to be taken to the Shallow Crypts? Yes. He says, but- So awesome. He says, I know what I'm doing and thank you for the advice. Now let's, now let us be moving. So I want to stop here. Like again, this is Shalon, and I don't know, I don't know if I need to point this out per se. I, it's not really, per, it's not really a, a male, female thing per se, right? but yet we've experienced this before where there's a great deal of pressure put on her to acquiesce to bend this way or that to go left right. when she wants to go right like mm-hmm. you know what i mean it it's but she's again thank thank goodness um she has ex- she had the privilege i guess of experience or good fortune of ex- of experiencing yasna
0: mm-hmm. who
1: did not behave like right. like many have so I just love that she, um, stands up for herself and does it, you know?
0: She does exactly what Jasnah talked to her about, right?
1: right? What would Yasna um, do? I love that bracelet. I want, I, want, I want a bracelet. There you go. Here,
0: let me, uh, l- I, we should make bracelets. Yeah. What would Jasnah um, he, do? Here's a little uh, ag- excerpt Here's a little excerpta from uh, the first chapter in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, There is a secret you must learn, child, Yasna said, a secret that is more important than those relating to Shadesmar and even Spren. Power is an illusion of perception. Right. So this lesson that she taught her, she uses against the captain in uh, getting her to see the Santhid, which saves her life. Right. Which gets her to the shore, which gets her to Vlakov, and she right. uses the same lesson again. Yeah, this illusion of perception.
1: The illusion of perception. So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And then that's the title of the chapter. That which is. illusion of perception is not.
1: It's not in written this here. chapter. It's no, but it's written in that right in that,
0: of, la- in right, in that first chapter. Right. No, but it's written in this chapter in Santhid chapter in the very first chapter of the book.
1: Oh, going back to the very beginning chapter of this, this
0: book. Is, this is just the beginning. Yeah, oh, the, the quote yeah, I was yeah, read yeah, for you yeah. is from oh, the beginning, yeah. the first chapter in this book. Oh my! So it's cool? it's already so transferred cool. over, right? We I he taught it. us something early, and yeah. then now it's now spreading to the again. rest of the book. Yeah, yeah. that's very, it's almost very like cool. it's a ripple effect, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one yeah. <laughs> hey, hey. one thing that Yasna taught yeah. her at the beginning is now rippling it's throughout now a rip- her whole adventure, right? Yeah. Well, that's really, really awesome.
1: Okay. So there's a few things here. So after she says all of this, standing up for herself, man, the effect in the text, the effect of her standing up for herself are befuddled looks. Right. We have, we have knit caps coming off that are now being wrung in the hands. How oh, what am I, what am I going, a woman is standing up for oh. herself, you know, a light eyes. I never. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just a befuddled looks. Knit, yeah. knit caps are coming off, Sean, and they're being it's, rung. It's time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd love that. Um, oh, and this is interesting. Suddenly, or sorry, not suddenly, nearby a pair of parchment with marbled skin walk into camp. Right. And Shalon nearly jumped. As they Mm -hmm. trudged by. Right. That's where Shalon is at. It says here, Parshman Voidbringers, her skin crawled. But she couldn't worry about them right now. She looked back at the slaver, expecting him to ignore her orders. However, he nodded. And then he and his men simply did as she said. They hitched Mm -hmm. up the chulls, the slaver got directions to her trunk, and they started moving without further objection. They might just be going along for now, Shallan told herself, because they want to know what's in my trunk, more to rob. But then, but when they reached it, they heaved it onto the wagon, lashed it in place, and then turned around and headed for the north, toward the Shattered Plains.
0: Dude, they did it. They did everything that she wanted them to yeah.
1: do. Dude, it's, I don't know. Really these, two, awesome. these two chapters. <clears throat> so, oh, we didn't even cover the for two. Where, something one? This oh, is the geez. first chapter. Dude, we should have made this two pods.
0: I mean, let's just do it. <sighs> so what's your highlight for this chapter?
1: Um, well, the Santed. I mean, the Santhid symbolizes for me why she survived. It's right. yasna surviving. It's, it's curiosity, investigation. It's, uh, her academics. It's the insistence that things, uh, that things deserve to go the way that you want. As long as it's reasonable and that it's, I mean, you, uh, you're your own person and you have a, a, a direction, a trajectory, and, you know, you shouldn't always have to acquiesce.
0: I like this highlight a lot because it's not just, the Santhid that makes that clear it's the discovery of the trunk it's the yes. way that she uses illusion as perception uh, right. again with Tavlakov. yeah Yasna is still with her no matter if yes, Yazna is dead or my not highlight. um Shalon will take Yasna with her from now on and mm-hmm. it's amazing it's awesome it's a re- it's really really good point
1: I do like um, that thing that you pointed out with your with Drew with I like language. that too that's a really, I don't know if don't I'm really not really sure like if that,
0: that is um throughout the rest of the the no. book um, but there is a little parallel there. We'll have to be able to identify eventually if, uh, Sanderson uses the draw and drew, um, with Kaladin as well. Cause if he does, then that our kind of example falls apart a little bit. You know what? It's but... a little,
1: it's, I like it. It's a little thing in the language and that's what we're doing here. We are absorbing, we're absorbing mm. stormlight
0: right. uh, oh, through, through,
1: through, through these words.
0: Um, so my highlight is, um, I just love that Shalon is able to be on Roshar and Shadesmar at the same time. Yeah. And there's that moment when we see the exhaustion spren. Yeah. We yeah. know what they look like already. Previously, he told us what they looked like in Roshar and now we get to see how different it is in Shadesmar. And I right. just love this duality thing happening here. It's really, really cool.
1: It's kind of subtle, but I'll bring up one final, uh, little addendum here. Um, and that is, um, it says very subtly that she didn't know how to swim. And I know mm-hmm. I mentioned it earlier in the pod in yeah. this episode, but but I, I like that in Shadesmar, when she went uh, on her own, she was drowning in the beads. Right. This time she went slowly and with control and she didn't fall. She didn't drown. She actually, it's kind of a metaphor. Like I, I actually can swim now. I'm actually, right. I'm actually good on my own. Even her accomplishing what she did with the slavers, convincing them to do what she did, convincing right. her previous. She was uh, in over
0: her head. Well, in, in over her head, in but it. I mean, even then, with the
1: investigation yeah. on the Santhid, she convinced them she did what she wanted to do. She went in the water and, and did that. It's, mm-hmm. it's a metaphor for, for swimming. I can swim now. I've conquered she this. She can
0: swim on her own now.
1: Right. Exactly. Right. right. She doesn't so, need
0: Yasna holding her hand anymore. She can do this on her own.
1: I think I can swim on my own now.
0: There doesn't, doesn't seem, seem to be, be a Jasnah around.
1: <laughs> oh, don't oh.
0: rub it in. Okay, uh, so, so... Chapter 12.
1: Chapter 12. We're going uh, in chapter into Chapter 12. Hero.
0: Mm-hmm. Hero.
1: So, yeah. Well, I've got some issues with the title. Um. So, Hero changed... Uh, in the uh, quote from Navani Colon in her journal here, it says... Um, Unfortunately, we fixated upon Sadius' plotting so much that we did not take note of the changed pattern of our enemies. Mm -hmm. So I want to just pause there. Changed pattern, eh? Of our enemies, the murderers of my husband, the true danger. I would like to know what wind brought about their sudden, inexplicable transformation.
0: Right. So much.
1: So much here. This is huge. Mm -hmm. This is a huge uh, excerpt. The last
0: journal entry just told us that they were sure that Sadius was going to be up to something and they had to be ready because it wasn't over with Sadius. And now she's saying, actually, you know what? We fixated too much on Sadius because we forgot to pay attention to the real enemy.
1: Right. But who is she talking about?
0: Who do you think she's talking about? Those that killed my husband. The murders of my husband, the true the, danger.
1: The true danger, the the Parshendi. I would like to know what wind brought about their sudden and inexplicable transformation. What mm-hmm. wind?
0: Right. Maybe uh I'm just maybe getting Avani read the maybe Navani listened to our first season of the Storm Pod. Maybe she was like, Oh, there's some wind theme going on here. Huh? Hmm.
1: What 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 I'm thinking about here is I'm thinking about what I mentioned earlier with regards to pattern. The black and white. Of course. The duality. hmm Is does Sill have this same thing? Like is is Syl always with Kaladin? Is she with other people at the same time?
2: Hmm.
1: You know what I mean? I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's that's what I'm wondering. Like is I don't know. I'm just I'm i st- I'm it's probably me barking up the wrong tree. Um but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think that that's interesting. What wind brought about their, son- anyway. so that's the beginning. So there's lots of mystery there for me, at least. Um, Kaladin is, uh, pressing a stone against a wall. Gosh, this is hilarious. That's so this, great, eh? this training bit is just fun. So he, so he put, he puts the stone against the wall and he says, all right. And then, uh, rock is grabbing it and he's like this, this time he holds me. And si- right. and signal is making a notation on the ledger. Good, good. Keep uh keep hanging on, Rock. For how long? Until you fall. Until I I do not like this experiment any longer. Oh, yeah. don't whine, Kaladin says. It's uh you're not dropping far. It's not the drop. Rock says. It's it is my arms. I am big man, you see. I just, there's so, so much yeah. great dialogue to cover here.
0: Yeah. It's great between the two, uh, between the, all four of them with Lopin coming in and stuff. Yeah. Lope, it's I so know, funny. Lopin's
1: hilarious. Oh my God. He's like, he steals the show when he comes in. Yeah. Um, so the stone pops free 20 seconds. I warned you, Kaladin says, it lasts longer if I use more storm light. And Signal's like, yeah, but I, we we have to have a baseline. Right. So he gives him a diamond sphere and tries to get him to go up with that. And Rock is hanging on my my, my poor arms. And then Lopin comes in, hey, Mancha! at least you've got two of them, eh? And he's referring to his arms, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Um,
0: yeah, they say that uh, the Hardazian's watching to make sure none of the new recruits get away from where he's in right. the training them. So because Kaladin, he doesn't want to anybody to see Kaladin doing this stuff.
1: There's Kaladin being very careful again. Right. I love it. Yeah. And That's, I think it's very smart of him. Oh, yeah. And then, he, and then he notes here, eventually they will all know about his powers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaladin thought, uh, taking the chip from Kazzle. Isn't that what you just promised Sill? That you'd let yourself become a radiant? Right. So he infuses... We get back to
0: that promise at the end here. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to it at the end when they have a conversation, him and Syl.
1: So he puts the light into the stone and uh, smoke tendrils... Uh, of luminescence or, oh. or coming out. Hold of on the, a second
0: here. Look, Sorry, yeah. this in the very next paragraph is yeah, yeah. Kaladin drew in the chip's stormlight. So uh, Kaladin well, is yeah, drawing in, yeah. in the storm, yeah, the, cool. stormlight too. Yeah. So. Uh, look, yeah, it's, right.
1: a, it's a little thing in the language, but it's there yeah, it's and okay. I love it. I, uh, I love mean,
0: it. yeah, yeah. I, I'm glad I pointed it out, I'm but glad, clearly I'm it's something that's used by other non-drawing characters as well. Yeah, right.
1: Right. I mean, it's just, it's a neat, yeah. it's, it applies so, you know, poetically to, uh, to Shalon as well. Right. Right. So, um, so, so the smoke tendrils are coming off of this, uh, lum- this luminescence from the, uh, lashing, I guess, of the stone to the wall. Um, we probably don't need to make rock hang from it. Kaladin says, if you need a baseline, why not just, you know, use how long the stone remains there on its own. <laughs> and I love the signals response here. Yeah. Well, that's less fun, but very right. well. I know. I just like the guy,
0: the guy who's supposed to be the serious scholarly one is like, we've only been putting rock up there because we like seeing rock fall. This is amazing.
1: I know just because I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's Um, awesome. So he's continuing to write numbers on the ledger. There's an interesting little thing here that that would have uh, made other Bridgman or uh, just other people in general, uncomfortable. A man Mm -hmm. was seen writing. Yeah. It's unmasculine. It's even blasphemous. Although he was only writing glyphs. Right. And then, uh, Rock says, storm blessed leader, you, (laughs) I find that such a funny thing. Uh, Rock, storm blessed leader. You said there was something else that you could do. Did you not? And Lopin is like, fly. Kaladin's like, I can't fly. Walk on walls then. I tried that. I nearly broke my head from the fall.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Gancho,
1: no flying or walking on walls. I need to impress the women. I do not think sticking rocks to walls will be enough. Signal says, I would think anyone would find that impressive. It defies the laws of nature. You don't know many many are daisian women, do you? Really, I think we should try again on the flying. It would would be best. Yeah. There is something more, Kaladin says, not flying, but still useful. I'm not certain I can replicate it. I've never done it consciously.
0: Right, and Rock knows exactly what he's talking about here. Rock knows, yeah. He's like, yeah, the shield.
1: The shield.
0: Yeah, on the, on the battlefield, when the Parshendi shot at us, the arrows hit your shield. All the arrows,
1: right? Yes, because that's not
0: normal. Like, <laughs> that's he something.
1: He drew all of their fire right, onto right. one shield. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and
0: then Sigil's like, "Yeah, we we, we should test we that. Should we, test we'll need that. a bow, yeah. though."
1: Like, right. So, uh, and then I
0: like this moment here where Rock's like, "Spren," they pull the stone against the wall. And Signal's Signal's like,
1: what? "What? I I don't see them. I don't see
0: that. Yeah.
1: Ah, Rock says, then they do not wish to be seen. Apologies, Mafaliki. And then Signal goes over holding a sphere up and Kaladin joins him and Kaladin can see the tiny purple spren if he looks close And and he says, they're there, Sig. Kaladin says, well, then why can't I see them? It has to do with my abilities, Kaladin says, glancing over at Syl who is sitting on a cleft of rock nearby with one leg draping over and swinging. I love yeah. that image of Syl. Woohoo.
3: Yeah, Woo-hoo. she's just like just
1: Hi guys. yeah. <laughs> just, you know, moving her leg off the side of the rock. It's just very yeah. it's very Tinkerbell. It's very, I don't know, playful. But rock, I am Alawi Alaw, Alawi alai which means signal says that i can see these spren and you cannot rock says it's all right friend i do not blame you for being blind most lowlanders are it is the air you see makes your brains stop working right
0: Mm-hmm. I, just, I love that so much. I just love him. Everything, all He's the differences so between him and everyone else, is all about the, the air being. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, it's the like air. a blanket. Uh, you know what? I pee differently than you guys. It's got to be the air down here.
1: You're used to uh, having too much air. That's your problem. Have less <laughs> <Yeah>. air. <laughs> well, over a minute. Uh, Signal says I counted 87 seconds with this. Uh, yeah, the, with this the next
0: rock pops the off. Next rock. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then Calidus like we were supposed to be counting, and Signal's like, and then Lopin pipes up, ninety-one seconds. You're welcome.
0: Yeah, he he knew what he was supposed to be doing. I love MVP, bro. He's always the MVP man. He's there.
1: I love it. So Rock says, the most
0: valuable pen? No, the most valuable Lopin. MVLP. Most valuable (laughs) valuable Lopin. I was
1: going to say most valuable Bridgman. Um,
0: Yeah.
1: Ha! Rock says, you look like you've eaten bad eggs. What is the problem? I don't know what I'm doing, Rock, Signal says. My master taught me to ask questions and find precise answers, but how can I be precise? I would need a clock for the timing, but they're so expensive. Even if we oh. had one, I don't know how to measure stormlight. Callan says, well, with chips, they're precisely cut and weighed, encased in glass. And can they all hold the same amount of stormlight? Signal asks. We know that uncut gems hold less than cut ones. Yeah, we do know that.
0: Mm-hmm, um, we do know that. So, so is one better cut going to hold more? Uh-huh. Plus, stormlight fades from one sphere over time. How right. many days has it been since this chip was infused? Right, right. And how much light has it lost since? Like, I love this because Sigzil was like, you know, listen, Kaladin, in order to know your powers better, we should do experiments. And then now he's right. here and he's all like, this is just all so overwhelming. There's just so yeah. many factors to consider. Right. And, it's, and it's true, right? There's just so much to think about. When he's thinking about it scholarly. But I love the solution here. Lopin's like, it's It's not not a waste. waste. Yeah. Yeah. We just need to be testing other things, eh?
1: Like what, Kaladin says. Well, Gansho, Lopin says, can you stick me to the wall? Right. I I don't know. Seems like it would be good to know, eh? Shall we try? (laughs) I just love it. And yet
0: again, (laughs) yet again, a moment comes... And Lopin has an idea mm-hmm. that changes the whole landscape of things when he's like, yo, yeah. I can, let's just get a litter and we'll put a bunch of water in there and everyone yeah. can have water while we yeah, go on a yeah, bridge yeah. one. And then Cal says later, it's like having an extra 12 men when we have water. And right. the fact that Lopin came up with it is astronomical. And yeah. now he's like, listen, yeah. we can do all these tests, but wouldn't it be good to know if you could stick me to a wall? And then later when we get this like awesome fight montage... Mm-hmm cal starts to use that right instead of like yes. how long can i stick a rock to a wall it's right. what can i do to other people in combat with this right and how does that change the combat for me in the landscape of a fight right so yet yeah, again Lopin cool. comes out with a mvp idea
1: <laughs> it's just the amazing one-armed, the one-armed her and yeah dude. don't <laughs> underestimate the one-armed her i mean what never... could he do if he had the other arm we will we don't right. know it, it might, who knows? It might be less.
0: There's a part later he might, where he, he might actually do still less does with something two arms. with that, that lost arm, remember? I know.
1: Well, I actually, I want to touch <laughs> on that with the lost arm with this guy because, I, I mean, I got to point it out, even with him suggesting to Kaladin, hey, why don't you fly? This right. Is, this is more Peter Pan. I'm sorry, it is. Why oh, do you think that? Why don't you fly? Why don't you fly, Peter? What's wrong with you? Right. You know? Right. And, and then again, him with the one arm losing his hand to a beast.
0: Right? Yeah. The, you know, the crocodile?
1: Yeah. It's there. Yeah. It's there again. It's in pieces. It's shattered. It's it's, it's d-
0: definitely shattered. Yeah. yeah because yeah, we have Yasna playing with her shadow yeah. in the prologue. Mm-hmm. We have, yeah, but you're right. There is more Dude, coming out that is way more. Remember, yeah. I told you before, there's a stuff in this series that you haven't read yet that yeah. is more examples of why your Peter Pan thing is right. Right. So, no, but I, I don't know about this other stuff, but. We'll see.
1: So so Kaladin uh, draws in the stormlight. Uh, the raging tempest filled him as if it were battering against his skin. A captive yeah. trying to find a way out. This, for me, th- the way that that's worded is kind of like, you know, the captive um, of Kaladin himself trying to get out when mm-hmm. he was enslaved, when he was branded, right. when he lost his hope, mm-hmm. when he's standing at the edge of the of right. the of the chasm wanting to jump in, you know. He's been a prisoner trying to get out. He's still discovering himself. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just love the way that it's worded. This raw energy, this stormlight raging. in yeah, it's really cool. As a captive under his skin. That's really cool. I really like that. Um, <laughs> Rock says, yes, this is what we need to, to test. You are a soldier, Kaladin. Can you use this in combat? And Kaladin starts thinking about the possibilities. Starts thinking of dozens of possibilities,
0: yeah. He comes up with a couple of I- cool ideas yeah. right?
1: here. Well, he He's says like, um, if, if I create a pool of light on the floor, can I stop a wagon from rolling? If right. I, if I, or if, if I... my
0: enemies run across that pool of light, will they get stuck?
1: Yeah. And it turns out that's exactly what he can do.
0: Can I stick my spear to my enemy's shield and then yank it out of their hands? Like, there's yeah. There's a lot of cool things here that he's thinking. He's like, maybe I can, yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's just try it.
1: <laughs> I love what Lopin says here while he's sticking up there. He's like, um, Rock says, well, does, does, does it feel, how does it feel, Lopin, up there? Does this thing hurt? Lopin says, nah, I'm worried my coat will rip or the buttons will snap. Oh, oh, oh qu- question for you. What did the uh, one-armed Hedazian do to the man who stuck him to the wall? Kaladin frowns, I, I don't know. Nothing, Lopin says. The Herdasian was armless. <laughs> he starts yeah. laughing, like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And then still's like, was that a joke? Yes, a distinctly bad one. And he says, ah, don't say that. It's the best one I know. And trust me, I'm an expert on one-armed and jokes. Lopin, my mother always says, you must learn these to laugh. Sorry, you must learn these to laugh before others do. Then you steal the laughter from them and have it all for yourself.
0: Hmm. I love it so much.
1: Don't you find there's a little correlation there? Of what? Well, like stealing all the laughter, like uh, just so you can have it all for yourself. It's a, it's a bit like absorbing stormlight.
3: Okay.
0: All right, I see what you're saying. For for me, I I just love how it has to do with. You know, he must have been made fun of when he was a kid. And this is a classic comedian thing that people say, I I tried to be funny when I was a kid so that I wouldn't get made fun of. I would make them laugh about me before they could do it to me. And I did that when I was a kid. I like literally lived my life trying to make everyone laugh. And I still do it, dude. Sometimes we're sitting around talking about serious stuff and I can't help but make a joke it's how right. it's what i do i d- disarm my own awkwardness with jokes and i also disarmed bullies by making <laughs> jokes about myself to the bullies and they're like this guy's fucking hilarious we aren't going to we're not going to pick on him he's he's hilarious he's
1: hilarious he's yeah, loping. So he's good I, he's a one he's he, he's a one-armed he's a he's one-armed, a one-armed he's on the wall he's hanging on the wall hey hey <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh, um, yeah so um this uh this next part here where he's like the, the chawl head the chawl thing? head, yeah. Yeah. So he's it's like, I, I part once, of a chawl.
1: I, I once brought her a, I once brought her the head of a chawl. You what? A chawl head. Very good to eat, Lopin says. You're very, st- <laughs> you are a strange man, Lopin, Kaladin says. No, Roxas, they really are good. The head is, is the best part of the chawl. Kaladin's like, I will trust you too on that. Marginally. Yeah. And all right. He's like, Kal- all right, let's, let's Let's do experiment. This. Yeah yeah so then the next change scene scene. yeah and And then we get like across the the chasms he's doing all this he's like running across at great speed a group of frill blooms uh frantically pull themselves in and again i gotta say like i just think of the dark crystal um when movement affected the environment i find it's a very uh alive component to this series it's one of the most um amazing things I found when I first saw the dark crystal as a child is that all the plants were alive and moving and interacting with everything. And right. that is what Brandon Sanderson has done here. He has his plants, his environment interacting with, with everything that's here. And I just, mm-hmm. I just love it.
0: It's such a really interesting part. There's there's almost like an aspect of Kaladin running through these chasms and making these this flora react to him. Right. is almost like they are either afraid of him or impressed by him mm-hmm. like they're either coming alive as he runs by or they are receding into themselves because they're afraid of him and it really gives the sh- the, the chasm um this livelihood like it's actually alive it's not just this crevice in the ground no, it's no, this no. really oh op- like beautiful um alive world down there and it's right. really really right. awesome
1: well, amongst all the death that's down there, not only is right. it now populated by the Bridgman training, but you have mm. your frill blooms, you've got the environment, right. you know, exactly. I just, I think it's, yeah, so it's cool. really cool. So it's Lopin, Rock and Sigzel that are uh, practicing with their spears and going toe to toe while he leaps and bounds over debris and he's just filled with stormlight. It's trailing behind him. Almost like Tron. this is
0: something out of John Wick, bro. <laughs> this is like a, an action sequence out of John Wick. It's just well, and, and, so, and, and there's and moments where it's, things don't... are going really fast, and then there's moments where it like would almost slow down, yeah. so you could see Be- Kaladin, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. see slogan, Kaladin yeah. activating the stormlight to put to, to you know make his spear touch this. Yeah. And like, it just yeah. it's so cool.
1: It's so cool. Well, I actually, I mean, on the text, I started underlining the specifics of the text, but I don't know how much we want to dive into the description of all the, mo- all the maneuvers here, because there's a few pages of it and, and it's just, I
0: don't think we should dwell on it too, too much. Cause I most of the people who are listening to this will have read it as well.
1: Right. Um, but I mean, I mean, just to describe that, you know, when, 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 you know, between Rock and Sigzil and, um, and Lopin, when they're coming in with their spears, you know, Kaladin is moving about them and infusing parts of their weapons with stormlight and grounding them to the ground, like, like the right. tip of a spear, like all of a sudden, like the, the tip of the spear hits the ground and now it's, and now he can't, he can't move the spear anymore. Yeah. Or what he did with Rock is he put, um, or maybe it was Sigil. I, th- I think it was Rock. He took um, the spear, th- his spear and made it uh, connect with his. Right. And so then when, when rock kept moving, he moved and the, the end of the spear h- ended up hitting him in the face. Right. Or something like that, because it's now, right. it's He's, now he you're forced not just himself holding. To hit himself. Yeah. It's just, it's really a complex um, idea to. Fight scene. Yeah. Right. To, to talk about mm-hmm. and to imagine but um, there
0: are a couple of moments that we should probably point out. Sure. Um, you know, he says that Caledon uh, says that uh, he feels like the Stormlight is easier to use when he's filled with it. Right. That it wanted to flow out of him. And it was easier to make it flow out of him when it was completely full, which mm-hmm. is really, really cool. It
1: is cool. Well, I, I just, have one, one thing that's, that's different from just describing all the different maneuvers that they're doing together. Um, um, that, he, that Caledon had removed his boots because he wanted to feel his his uh, he wanted to feel the stone underneath of him. Right. I really yeah, like neat. that.
0: Yeah, it's it's like someone he else who likes to, to con- feel stone on their right. feet. Yeah, it's right. Yeah. Very very. Uh, I very know, cool. right? Like I yeah. think uh, yeah. we're.
1: I mean, we're. I think we're headed to. A, I don't know, some kind of a. Um. A meeting.
0: Well, we'll have you to know, see.
1: Like some kind yeah. of a, or a, a gathering.
0: Yeah. Cal says that Sigzel is um, is an acceptable fighter, and Lopin is a little less because he's only got the one arm. Right. But Rock makes up for Lopin's one arm because Rock is really, really great. Right. And and like we, we get a bunch of examples of that throughout the whole thing here. He's, I he like says, this.
1: Yeah, it's probably the same thing you're about to read. Go ahead.
0: Just that he says, Cal says that um, once in his life... All three of them would have given him trouble on the right. battlefield. Yeah, but times have changed.
1: Times have changed. I know. I, I it's, right. it's, it's, it's one of the coolest things in this chapter. Really. Yeah,
0: it's really awesome.
1: Because, and I like that because he's he's admitting he's looking at what they can do,
0: right? And he's, and he's like, impressed. He's, and
1: he's like, "Wow!" Like, yeah,
0: you know, when I he's, felt the but force. But Kaladin's of on another level here, right? Well, like that's Kaladin's just, not like just like a regular no. Like, he's storm-blessed. He's literally the guy that they explained. Right. Remember the, when we, uh, in the Way of Kings, we saw, from Tef's point of view, and he's Teff's watching Kaladin fight, and he's like, this is like that Captain America thing that we said, where he is right. an amazing fighter, and mm. the Stormlight is just bringing out what's already inside already of him. Already inside. right right. and like he and then even Cal says it to himself he's like you know I've never felt so complete as a uh, on the battlefield as I am right now using the Stormlight the Stormlight just makes me completely amazing like it's awesome
1: so after dealing with Lopen on another one of his uh, attacks and advances uh, Sigzil is actually uh, he's fallen face first in the water at this point and Rock comes in Swinging a log <laughs> yeah. at his head, and Kaladin is like an entire log. How had Rock lifted that thing? Right. They rolled. So sorry. This is this is just crazy. Um. So so upon this attack, so Kaladin leaps towards Rock. A part of him, a part of him wondered just uh, what he was thinking, getting in hand to hand against someone twice his weight, twice his size, pretty much he slams yeah. into the horn eater they rolled they rolled into the moss rock twisting to pin Kaladin's arms and he notice he notes here the horn eater obviously had training as a wrestler right so that i thought. okay
0: so i got a couple of things i want to say about yeah, this yeah go ahead. first off Let's dwell on the Zeth thing for a second here because okay. Yeah, I know. Kaladin doing all these maneuvers in this fight with his his three buddies yeah. is exactly the kind of stuff that we see Zeth do. Yes. Uh, killing I, the king in yes. um uh, in Yakaved when he's fighting all the dudes and he's not even using his shard blade. Right. He is the weapon. And Cal is, is the weapon in this moment, right? Um, there's a moment here where Cal Ka- Cal's gonna say, um, I don't know if we're there yet, but Cal's gonna think to himself Um, that he probably would have been able to fight these three guys better if he had just used his skill with the spear and used the Stormlight to enhance his strength and speed. Right. Right? But he's trying to perfect this using the infused Stormlight to stick things and everything. So he had to do it this way. But he thinks he would have been able to be a better fighter if he had just stuck to strength, speed, and spear. Right? But I think that this is the Mm. first... These are the first steps here of... Kaladin learning to do what we've already seen Zeth do.
1: Right. And that, and, and just when you said that, what I was just trying to think of, I was thinking, well, how is Kaladin arriving at all these maneuvers and he's arriving at them from the suggestions of his friends. Right. So then I was like, well, then where did, where did Zeth get his training from?
0: I think, I think we already know this. It's not a spoiler. I believe that we already know that he was trained by his people.
1: Right, okay, yes. He was yes. trained yes. by his people to
0: do, to do this. Right, that's true, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but we don't know We okay. don't know anything about yep. that. Yep. We just know that he's already been trained. When we see him kill Gavilar in the very beginning of Way of Kings, mm-hmm. he's already a fully formed, able to do all the different things that his whatever can do, right? right? Whereas Cal is, like you said, he's learning by stumbling along with his friends. Okay, so now, I, uh, now that I've said that I part, there's another part I want to talk about here. My friends. There, there is okay. So the the Rock and Kaladin fight happen, and he says Rock must have been trained as a wrestler. Okay,
1: right, which I like again for the imagery. Um, it just, I, I just, I just really like that.
0: He looks like Zangief from Street Fighter <laughs> just, or something, like I'm this giant guy, man. Either. But yeah. I want to, I want to throw out a little weird thing here.
1: Okay, throw is. It
0: out rock Mm -hmm. based on Mm -hmm. the rock
1: the rock the actor uh dwayne
0: the rock the wrestler dwayne the rock johnson
1: i don't know because a
0: couple of things here there's a couple of things he clearly had training as a, a wrestler okay one point right can you smell what the rock is cooking is literally the Dwayne the Rock Johnson's catchphrase as a wrestler. Can you smell what the Rock is cooking? Really? And our Rock, yes, and our Rock is a cook. Can you smell his cook- cooking pot? I think you can. So I don't amazing.
1: know anything about the Rock's wrestling career because I don't. Okay, I, well, I am telling never... you the
0: things that you need to know right now. Wow. The last point I want to make is that the language that Rock speaks in, um, in Stormlight, reminds me very much of Islander. Like it's Pacific Islander, um, right? It's like um, it has that um, like Hawaii Samoan. and Samoan kind yeah, of vibe yeah. to it. Yeah, and Rock is a Pacific Islander. Dwayne the Rock Johnson right. yeah. has Pacific I, well, Islander yes, heritage.
1: I, I, I know he is, but I'm you know just that. drawing yeah. the lines to the herd. And you know what, Dwayne? Like, I mean, he's so tall that he is breathing thinner air because of the altitude. <laughs> So Dwayne, the rock Johnson, I mean, that's, that's where we get that's this. That's funny.
0: That's, that's really where funny. we get it.
1: You're right. I mean, he's it's,
0: That's the final nail in the coffin. He's
1: breathing, you know, uh, elevated air. I mean, he's, this is, when, when, when he does a movie, he's, 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 he's like. so far. Look, I mean. They got to get footstools you, for you other low-landers, people. lowlanders, like. Yeah, you're all crazy. It's
0: it, it's, it's clearly a joke I, I'm making here, and I, I and I'm but I, but the dude, more th- I think about it, the not more a it's joke very
1: if, well not with that line with, the, with the wrestling things. line. I see, I didn't know yeah. that. So in terms, can you of smell
0: the, what the Rock is cooking, dude, Pacific if, Islander? If that's a part of the, the name of Rock. Yeah, yeah. And he said, and, and he was trained, obviously yeah. trained as a wrestler. Like I feel like there's a shout out here. There is a, shout out. There's a, there's alike, be a right? shout out. They don't look alike, right? No, no. The horn eaters have red no, he's hair, got the red hair. Yeah, and yeah. they are pale of skin. Yeah, yeah But yeah, yeah. there's something there. There's a little homage or something, I think.
1: Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe yeah. Brandon Mr. Sanderson was indeed a rock fan. Yeah, that, maybe that could be. Yeah, or is a rock that's, fan. Yeah, so he's I like, I'm like, just gonna I make a like guy, like guy like named that. Rock, I like that who cooks. A lot. So, because can you smell? the rock? I'm glad you brought that up. I think that's very cool. That's awesome.
0: But it literally takes Kaladin everything he has to beat Rock in this wrestling match here. Well, he says, like he took, I mean,
1: Kaladin tears away from him, gasping and puffing, losing most of his remaining Stormlight as he coughs. He leans up against the wall, mopping sweat from his face, dealing with Rock with this thing. And Rock says, ha, I almost had you. Slippery as a fifth son you are. Yeah. And then, and then Cal. I love this conversation. Kaladin says, Storm's Rock what I wouldn't do to get you on the battlefield. You're a, you're wasted as a cook.
2: Right.
3: Don't,
1: and he's, and then I love Ro, the rocks. I love rocks response here. He says, what, you don't like the food. Right. Isn't that an amazing response? Yeah. I, I, you're wasted as a cook. What? You don't like the food. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like what I do do. What's, what what right. I do is cook. Right. I, I might be And doing, you don't like
0: that. Yeah, that you want I me just, to do the dude, thing I'm I not trained
1: on doing? That dialogue there for me just really yeah. works. I love that. Yeah, it hits, eh? It hits. Um, he says, I will have, yeah, have to try something with more grease. This thing, <laughs> yeah. will, this, this thing will fit you. Grabbing you was like trying to keep my hands on a live lake fish. One, one that has been covered in butter. Ha ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> um, he says, you're a warrior, Rock. I saw it in Teft. And you can say whatever you want, but I see it in you. I am wrong, son, to be soldier, he says. It is a thing yeah. of the Tuana Likina, the fourth son or below. Third son cannot be wasted in battle.
0: A little yeah. bit more info dump there for the Horn Eater Society and how it works. Mm-hmm. We get all this stuff in piecemeal. We still don't really get a good picture of how their whole structure works. No, but not yet. There's another little piece here. Another yeah. piece.
1: Didn't stop you from throwing a tree at my head. And again, I <laughs> love the response tree. here, dude, those two responses are amazing. You, um, you, uh, uh, you, you what, like what, what I wouldn't do to get you on the <laughs> battlefield, you're wasted as a cook. You don't like the food. And then this other one, um, didn't stop you from throwing a tree at my head was a small tree and a very hard head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dialogue. Uh, oh yeah. my god, you're kidding me, right? Like, and a
0: little, and a little bit in the chapter, he says, Kaladin says, like, you know, uh, <gasps> there's only two guys in the bridge four that really don't deify Cal, and it's Moash and Rock. Moash and, and Rock. Rock's like, yeah, calling Kaladin Stormblast hard-headed. like, you know what I mean? He he doesn't care. It doesn't that doesn't phase him, right? I like it a lot. It's it's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. So um, he go-
0: reaches down and he helps Rock to get up, and then he. So sit- discover something that he can do. Right. He can reabsorb part Right. He can reabsorb the, right, the stormlight. Yeah. Not all of it, but he but tries yeah, it. He, he's yeah. experimenting. And this yeah. is, yeah, I like it. This is a very important part of the training that happened today. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't know how to do this until this moment, until he tried it. Right. Right. Cause he's, he's taking like it from
1: spheres all the time. But right. Now it's right. Like, I take so now it, there's. I take it from a sphere and then I put it on the wall or I attach right. it to something and then I, and I, can, then I can take
0: it back a little bit back. Yeah.
1: Diminishing yeah, returns, really cool. Diminishing mm-hmm. returns, but I could reabsorb. But there's still some That's there, yeah. That's a very cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sigil, I <laughs> like this. Sigil. after that fight is like, well, that was embarrassing. It's like we're children. The prime zone eyes have not seen such a shameful show. And mm-hmm. Kaladin's like, I have an unfair advantage. Years of training as a soldier, a larger build than you, and the ability to emit stormlight from my fingers. You did well. This is just, yeah. a, t- t- this is just a test like you wanted. And Kaladin's thinking, a more useful type of test.
0: Right. It's because he, d- he wasn't liking all the right. the numbers test. How yep. many seconds, this is something practical that he can mm-hmm. use, you know?
1: And then, Lopen and then Lopen's says, like, yo. Sure. <laughs> Just go ahead and leave the Herdaisian stuck to the wall. The view here is wonderful. Oh, and is that slime running down my cheek? A fresh new look for the Lopen. You cannot brush it away anyway. Uh, anyway, because have I mentioned uh, his hand is stuck to the wall? Calvin yeah. smiles. You were the one who asked me to stick you to the wall in the first place. Yeah. Bit. My other hand, the one that was cut off long ago, eaten by a fearsome beast. Ding, 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 crocodile. Yeah. Um, it is made, it is making a rude gesture towards you right now. So. Yeah. His shadow belly, hand. So when I was reading this for the first time, I'm thinking about his, a hand in the belly of a beast, but all of a sudden just goes. <laughs> and, and sticks up the middle <laughs> finger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like he's still able to control it.
1: Yeah. You, you know, like in d like, like one of those crawling hands. Just like all right. But it goes, it's funny
0: because they, they they say that like, they say that when you have like a um, a limb cut off, that yeah. you still feel like a yeah. uh, phantom Fan- pain. Phantom, yeah. Phantom and so pain, he's yeah. saying that he's div- giving phantom finger phantom to Kaladin right now. Oh, a great ultimate title for this thing. Phantom finger? <laughs> phantom finger. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. Phantom <laughs> oh, finger lope and honest to God. I just love these uh, characters. So He's much. amazing, dude.
0: He's just um, so awesome.
1: Okay. So, so they get him down. So they get him down. Um, yeah. And in Kaladin's thinking, I need to know these abilities as well as I know my spear. Right. And it says here, that means practice, lots of practice. And I know we can't talk about that with regards to another I uh, intellectual property. But yes, that's right. important. Practice is important.
0: Practice tra- is tra- important. To training. Get right. You just don't right. automatically know how to do stuff.
1: That's right. Imagine wink, that. wink. Thanks, Brandon, Mr. Sanderson.
0: But there's a moment here he says, when he says that, um, that considering, um, he's like, unfortunately, the best way to practice is to find someone who matched or bested you in skill, strength, and capacity. Right. And considering what he can do now, that was going to be so, a really tall order.
1: Right. And this has got was got my gears turning like, well then how who like how is Kaladin gonna keep best besting himself? Right. Or bettering himself, you know? So he'll yeah, he'll have
0: to find someone who can train him to fight in other ways, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is that gonna be Shallan?
0: I mean, can Shallan fight?
1: Not that we know of, but I mean Not with the we know of. Isn't there some indication that she may or may not have experience with, with the blade. Isn't that already been, that's already, there, we've already covered that. I
0: mean, there's definitely some, um, um evidence that. to suggest that she has, that she has ownership of one, but whether or not right. she knows how to use it is a different topic altogether. Right. But either way, even if she d- does know how to use the, the sword, um, she may or Kaladin may not be skilled still is enough. an amazing fighter. Right. Who needs that's to have true. someone who's almost yeah. better than him. Right. So. Right.
1: Okay, so uh, so Kaladin notices a figure standing in the shadows a little further down the chasm, and it's Teft. This kind of bugs me a little bit, this little Teft thing. He, says, he comes up and he says, I thought you guys were going to be on watch. And Lopin's like, I'm too busy being stuck to walls. And he says, I thought you had a, a bunch of green vines to train. Right. Dr- Dray- he has them, he says. And then he says, I don't know if the lads told you, Kaladin, but bringing that lot down here broke them out of their shells somehow. And Teft says, how did you get to know people so well? And this is interesting. Kaladin's response is, "It involves a lot of cutting them apart." Isn't that neat?
3: Yeah, that's crazy, eh?
1: Like, if if you dissect people, if you if you're the surgeon, if you care, then you get to know a lot about people. Right. Um. The stormlight has healed the tears in his skin already. This is this is Wolverine too, eh? He's got a healing factor. This is amazing. Um, mm-hmm.
0: so I, I do like, I, sorry, I want to just dwell on a point yeah, here where ahead. he says he, um, bringing the men down here really broke out them out, their out shells, of their shells, right? Like yeah. the,
1: like the chasm fiends,
0: like chasm fiends and Charles yeah. and yeah. even the Parshendi right, have shells, right? right? Well, so there's you know, the, there's definitely actually, an imagery here. And
1: now that you've m- brought that up, um, I'm kind of thinking like the breaking of the shell. Like, what's the purpose of the shell in this world? It's to, it's to prevent me, it's to hide or protect me from the storm. Oh, the storm, the storm. Mm -hmm. But when you break out of the shell and you face the storm or maybe even get to control some of it, great things are beginning to happen when Mm -hmm. you break out of your shell. right? Right. When, when you face life's trials and tribulations. Right. So they can't
0: hide in, in this, yeah, um, like the, in this like hollowed eyed man facade anymore. They have to break out of that to become real yeah. people with I, real I names. Just, I think
1: that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. So a few more pages here to cover, uh, and then yeah, going well, to yeah. be a long, longer pod. Um.
0: So Tef, well, Tef's like, he wants to put Rock in charge of the new recruits. He's like, you should put Rock in charge. Right. People like him more. And he's like, I'm just going to screw this right. up.
1: Right. And that's what brought me down. I'm thinking, where yeah, is this? Where is Teft. this coming from? And then, right. And then he says, uh, "You'll do a fine job, Teft. I won't have you saying otherwise. We have resources now. Right. No more, no more scrimping for every last spe- uh, sphere. You'll, you'll train those lads, and you'll do it right."
2: Mm-hmm. Teft
1: sighs, but doesn't say anything further. You saw what I did, I, Teft says, "We'll need to, <laughs> yeah. we'll need to bring down the entire group of twenty if we want to give you a proper challenge. Twenty against one." Right. Like I.
0: Yeah. To give him a proper challenge. I know we've
1: already seen him do it on the betrayal at the tower. We've already seen him do it, but like, that's Mm -hmm. where we're at. Like.
0: Right. But we saw him do it like he was saying before with spear speed and strength. Right. Right. Um, granted him by the, uh, uh, by the stormlight. This is something different. This would be using these lashings, you know, the, these, these maneuvers that he's learned.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Um.
0: So he starts asking him about the Knights, the knights Radiant. Yeah, there, there were 10 orders. Yeah, he's right? like, yeah. yeah. and then he says, uh, Tef says, Well, yeah, there were there were other orders, but the orders didn't always get along. Right. He's like, But we do need to find someone who knows more because all the, like, he's like, I, I stayed away. Like, I kept right. away I from kept all away, that. Yeah. And now there aren't any of them alive anymore. Like, they're, right. they're not aren't, around aren't, anymore. aren't around anymore. Yeah, so he's like, so I did know people who would know, but they're all gone now.
1: And it says here just after that we'll have to find someone. It says if Teft had been in a dour mood before, this drove him down even further. He looked at the ground and spoke of his past infrequently, Kaladin's saying. But Kaladin was more Mm -hmm. and more certain that whoever these people had been, they were dead because of something Teft himself had done. Right. So Teft feels like a failure. Yeah. And that's why he says, I'm going to give them the rock
0: because I'm going to screw this up.
1: Yeah. So there's a story there that I can't wait to find out. What would you think if you heard about somebody wanting to, refound the Knights Radiant, Calden says. Tef says, you? Mm -hmm. you? No, not me. (laughs) I was like that. I really love this moment
0: here, Jack. This is a really important moment because he's asking who it is and Cal won't tell him.
1: He's no. saying hypothetically.
0: Hypothetically, kind of yeah. He won't tell him that Dalinar said something because Dalinar, he's like, Dalinar trusted me to be in that meeting. Right. And now I cannot betray that trust by telling my men, even though it's Teft and I trust him the most, but then this is I what can't I, tell anyone. Right,
1: but what I have underlined is the next bit where he says, but Dalinar is a light eyes and he wouldn't think twice if he were revealing a secret that you had shared with him. So why are you bothering to keep it from Teft right now? right. He's having that struggle. But he's struggle. doing the
0: thing. He's doing the honorable thing.
1: Right. I know he is. Right. Um, no, not me, Kaladin says. But what, what if a king decided to gather a group of people and name them the Knights Radiant? Tef says, I'd call them an idiot. Now, the Radiants weren't what people say. They, they weren't traitors. They're just, they just weren't. But everyone is sure that they betrayed us, and you're not going to change minds quickly unless you can surge by them to, to, uh, to quiet them. Are you going to do it, lad? They'd hate me, wouldn't they? Kaladin says. Mm-hmm. And Syl is uh, Syl is there around at this point. For what the old Radiance did, Kaladin says. What people think they did. Aye, says Teft. Syl folds her arms, giving Kaladin a look. You promised, that look said. You promised to reform the Knights Radiant. We'll have to be careful about it, how we do it then, Kaladin says. Go gather the new recruits. They've had enough practice down here for one day. So they pack up their things Mm. and they're getting ready to hike back out. And Syl says to Kaladin, so you are going to do it. I want to practice more first, Kaladin says.
0: Right. But then he also thinks, but I also need more time to get used to the idea. Right it's not just about the practice. It's about getting used to the idea that he's going to be starting something or being a figurehead of something. Right. He doesn't like that idea. No, doesn't like he's the still, attention. he's
1: still resistant to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she says, it, This it'll is when be he fine, starts Kaladin. saying about
0: Moash and, and, uh, Brig, bridge four, because he's like, you know, yeah, cause still, still seems to think that this is going to be super easy to do.
1: It'll be fine, Kaladin. And, and he's like, no, right. it, it's going to be hard. P- people yeah. are going to hate me. And even if they don't, I'll I'll be set apart from them, separated. I've accepted that that as my lot, though. Um, I'll deal with it. He says. Even in Bridge Four, mm-hmm. Moash um, was the only one who didn't treat me like some kind of mythological savior. herald. him, and maybe Rock.
0: Right. And that's kind of like the, th- the point that he, mm-hmm. he knows how mortals act and Syl seems to think, this is going to be super easy, Cal, just do it. Mm-hmm. Just tell everyone who you are and it'll be easy. Mm-hmm. And Syl doesn't really understand everything about mortals mm-hmm. yet. She thinks that it'll be really easy. And I think that they're both right. The de- de- declaring who you are, the saying who you are is really easy. I'm a Knight's Radiant or it right. could be anyways, I have powers. That part, saying it out loud is easy. It's the living with it. That's hard afterwards, yeah. living with the repercussions of what everyone will want to do to him or how they'll want to use him or see him. That's the stuff that's or got him Or how they'll rattled.
1: misconstrue what right. he is about <clears throat> and what he wants. I, th- I think that's what he's seen, right?
0: Because a lot of their ideas come from these fabled knights radiant and how they were like they betrayed mankind, right. and all that past is going to be put on the weight, Kaladin, the weight, right? The weight of it. Yeah, he's trying it's the he's, weight of the bridge. He's again.
1: trying to shed the weight. Yeah, right. Um, so Kaladin climbs uh, up out of the chasm, uh, just east of the war camps. He's getting out. Um, the others are behind him, but they're not there yet. But he says. Well, there's no sense in waiting. I'll go up. There are soldiers in front of Dalinar's war camp that they, they don't pester him. Instead, they salute him nice and straight, right. a crisp, a, as crisp a salute as he'd ever gotten, as crisp as the ones given to a general. And Sil says, right. they seem proud of you. They don't even know you, but they, they're proud of you. I love this. They're dark eyes. Kaladin says, probably men who were fighting on the tower when Sadius betrayed them. Stormblast, um, one of them says, have you heard the news? Curse the one who told him that nickname. Like, he doesn't even want to acknowledge that he's Stormblast. No,
0: he doesn't. Of course he doesn't.
1: And he says, No, what news? A hero has come to the Shattered Plains. He's going to meet with Brightlord Colon. Perhaps support him. It's a good sign. Might help calm things down around here. What's this, Rock calls. Who? The soldier said a name, and Kaladin's heart became ice. He nearly lost his spear yeah. from numb fingers. And then he took off running. He stumbled, he stumbles outside at the top of the steps, just outside of Dalinar's bunkered complex of stone buildings. And there, standing in front, the Blackthorn clasped hands with a tall man.
0: I think the next part here we'll read for our, um, for our dramatic read. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's Amaram. It's Amaram. And it's not just Amaram, dude. It's Amaram being buddy, buddy with with Dalinar. Dalinar.
1: How is, how is Kaladin going to deal with this? How is he going to deal with
0: it? <laughs> yeah, dude. How indeed?
1: Well, it says here in the text, so going, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll do the read, but it does say here a little later, just toward the end of the chapter that yeah. the blade appeared. Right. Now, is that the blade appearing that.
0: Yeah. Is, Cause it says here that, um, the newcomer. Um, pulling back, holding his hand to the side, just like he was going to, he's holding his hand out to summon the sword. And then he summons the, the shard blade that ca- that he took from Kaladin. The same one. The same one he killed. So Natalie he makes says, it appear in front of Dalinar.
1: So Dalinar is like, oh, I, I heard you, I heard you got a shard blade.
0: You got a shard and blade. He yeah, here it, it is. Vroom. Right. 10 heartbeats, sword comes yeah. out and Cal's like, it looks stained red. With Dalit, Corb, and Resh's blood,
1: so he so a squad he doesn't of see time. right. He doesn't see the silvery weapon that it is. He no. sees it as red.
0: Yeah, he sees oh, it. sees it bloody red.
1: That's a, that's that's yeah. see that's that for me. That's amazing. Yeah, it's this shite. It's it's this shiny, you know, you know, glimmering Gleaming, symbol. Yeah. You know, like and mm-hmm. he, and he doesn't see it as that. He sees it as no, no. You murdered you murdered Dalit, Koreb, R- right. R- Men, right Caledin in front of had me. Loved.
0: Right. Man, Dude, it's, so it's so difficult. difficult. It's so difficult. Well, and then,
1: and you know, what's and, funny is
0: that we thought we were over this. We thought Cal had gotten over all this and now he's reliving all of it. So just
1: right? at the end here, this is where I get my alternate title for this. Um, it says he looked up and forced himself to see the face of a newcomer, a man, Kaladin hated hated beyond any other a man he had once worshiped high lord mm-hmm. amram and the my, my alternate title for this this chapter was a man once worshiped mm-hmm. Is, like, yeah, it's pretty is great. A hero, I I might have considered that, but hero hero really does work. But um, right, it does. But for me, it's, it's also l- the
0: thing that Cal is worried that other people will do to him. Well, that will worship him, being called Stormblessed, yeah. putting him on a pedestal. A man, wants he, worship. He doesn't like, want that. Right, he
1: doesn't want it, but some do.
0: Some do, and some, some will go to great lengths to get right.
1: it. And this reminds me. This blade I have to will bring be better up, in
0: my hands, boy. Remember, Amram says that to him. Right. This blade will do more or, for Alethi in, in my hands, hands, a trained than warrior than your hands. Yeah.
1: yeah. And di- didn't Shit, d- Amram. didn't Kaladin give it up voluntarily too?
0: Yeah, he gave it to Korrib. Yes. But and he's like, it's mine to give. He's like, yeah, but it'll be better served in my hands. Right. So that's why he kills them all. But because you saved my life, I'll spare I'll you and spare make you, you and a slave make you instead.
1: Slave instead. That's yeah. and then that's hello, my, guess what? He's here. Yeah, well, that's the slavery. That's he's the, now uh, captain of the royal yeah. guard. Well, what was what was that depressing <laughs> uh, line earlier about slavery with the with the lower classes in the previous chapter? It was oh, uh,
0: it was um,
1: that slavery. Shit, what was it? Was a blessing for the lower classes? What was it now? No,
0: slavery was a mercy for the lower a classes. Mercy
1: just like just like Amram did that's that's mercy right he,
0: yeah and he did that's a foreshadowing for Amram coming in the next oh chapter God, for sure this thing
1: well hi
0: so can you give me a highlight for this chapter
1: highlight for this chapter oh man well I think you know um I don't know I don't know Lopen. <laughs> Lopen providing the ideas. Providing the ideas. Yeah, uh, you know what?
0: I had one, but I'm going to go with that. Uh, Lopen is the yeah. MVP of this chapter. Yeah.
1: Lopen providing uh suggestions on how to how to expand and keep experimenting. Um mm-hmm.
0: is thinking out of the box. Thinking out of the
1: box is really really cool. Um, and really like that. I mean uh, part of the highlight, really. It's it's Amram showing up. It's like, it's what is Kaladin going to do with this? Like what a great way to end part one, a light.
0: Dude, I have that. I have literally those words (sighs) in capitals on my screen. What a way to end part one. Really? Yeah. I have it. I have it written right here. Like I can send you the file. It's just um,
1: because it can go in so many different ways. Like, uh, I'll just, I'm just going to try to put my, uh, bookmark in Oh, I think it fell on the floor. Great. I'll pick it up later. Um,
0: Yeah. So the other, the other thing I was going to mention as a highlight real quick that, uh, before I decided Lopin was the, um, I love the imagery in this chapter about how the Stormlight is trying to get out of Cal. Oh, as a
1: captive. Under yeah, his skin. and there's
0: that, and like how he's like he. The more he has in him, the easier it is to yeah. use because it wants to flow. It wants to get out, and so by being full of it, it's actually easier to let it out because it's naturally wanting to escape. Right? I, I really love. I like that.
1: what we were talking about too about that with regards to the shells. Like I, we've you know bringing mm, these men breaking down out of their shells, breaking out of their shells, like so that you're ex- actually exposed to the storm. It's true. Like a, a, yeah. exposure to life's trials and tribulations, I think is. That's the journey.
0: That's the journey, right? You have to, yeah. you have to have the journey to, to get there, right? So break so out of your to, shells,
1: everyone yeah. go outs- yeah. go outside and, every- uh, and, and, yeah. and walk out in the middle of a storm. No, actually don't, don't do that. Don't get,
0: don't do that. But you know what you <laughs> should do is you should sit down for a couple minutes here and listen to an info dump Yeah, because that's what we sure. do at the end of every episode. Info- we info the dump.
1: Actually, our, our, it's our info dump going to be a big one because this has been a long one.
0: It's a very long uh, uh, episode today. Yeah. I didn't even expect it to be long, but you and I just chatted for a lot longer. I can cut it out. I can cut a bunch of stuff out. but
1: <laughs> Don't you dare. Don't.
0: Let's get to the info dump. So the first, <laughs> the first info dump is, the first part of the info dump is the shallow crypts. Um, Tavlakov me- mentions this to Shalon, and oh, I can take you to the shallow crypts. It's really close to where we are. So this gives us an idea of where, the, where she is on the map, which we kind of already did, you and I, earlier when we were taking a look at the map. Um, it also allows us to de- decipher, um, the, um, the, the, map map that we got at the beginning of this chapter. Mm. Once he says that we get to kind of get an idea of where all this t- takes place. Right. So that's kind of cool. great. Right. Um, there's a part here where, um, um, Lopin talks about her dads and, or, um, Her-Dazian. they talk about, um. About how some would think of Sigzil as weird for being able to write because he men normally don't write, right. but that's only for Vorn religions. And they say that uh, the Herdaz are technically Vorn, but they actually have their own brand of Vornism. Right. And uh, and Lopin doesn't seem to mind at all that Sigil can write. Right. So that's that's kind of an interesting thing where. Um, uh, that the um, that the herdaz have their own splintered off version of Vornism. I kind of like that. It's it's very interesting.
1: No, it's, um, it's very the fact very that realistic. Ch-
0: hmm. For sure. Um. The fact that chal heads are a delicacy both in herdaz and Hordynia Peaks is really really neat. It's something that links these two societies, which is really cool. Um. We have a little bit of information here on Stormlight. It's um. We already talked about how it's um. Really strong um um whenever you're filled with it because it wants to flow the other thing too that they said in here was that cal says it's almost impossible to stand still while holding right. so keep much moving. stormlight. yeah 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 and it feels like to me like his body is just shaking with power all <laughs> yeah. the time and the only way that he can handle it is by constantly moving like he did in this john wick style action scene. just keep here. swimming Mm-hmm. Just keep swimming, <laughs> and then the last part uh, that I have here on the info dump yeah. is just a little bit about the horn eaters. Um, the fourth son and below are the only ones that become uh, soldiers. We mm-hmm. already kind of had that, mm-hmm. and that a third son cannot be wasted on um, on on a soldier. Meaning that being a cook is too important in their society, right. and I really love this. You know, like. Yeah. we we, our society is different than that right we people who make your food are considered lower than people who are you know good at battle or soldiers and and the horn eaters have it the reverse you know the the most one some of the most important things you can have in your society is someone to make your food and i really
1: like that it's really cool
0: being a former cook myself I, i really like that so um, but yeah, that's the end of the info dump. Info um, that dump. concludes really the episode. Yeah. We are going to be covering the first two interludes the next episode. Okay. So it'll be interludes, um, I one or, uh, I one and I two. Wow. That's exciting.
1: That's different from the way of Kings.
0: Yeah. Well, the way of Kings, all the interludes were so small yes. that they all got to be in one episode. Right. So, yeah. So this Interesting. is really cool. Interesting. We get to spend a little bit more time with these, uh, mm. these off, off story characters. So more interluding. Um, if you want to spend some more time with us, you can go to patreon.com/heroesof and you can sign up for the Patreon team. We've got a oh. But load of stuff on there. We've got bonus episodes. We've got early access to episodes every week. Um, we do, Jack and I do a Saturday morning talk show where we talk about the episode that came out and some of our inspirations and what our takeaways are. We also do a and A with the, the discord group. Um, so if you're interested in being involved in the community, go to patreon.com slash heroes of, um, if you just want to reach out to us, you can do so on, uh, email at heroes of at gmail.com. You can reach out on Twitter at Heroes of One. But the best way in, uh, to, to reach out to us and see all the episode art that we, uh, that we like to feature is on Instagram at The Storm Pod. So, well, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Um, sorry about the length of the episode, but uh, we had a lot to say, like we always do. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, well, we, got we love you very much. Uh, thanks for listening. Until mm-hmm. next
1: time. Take care, everybody.
0: The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the heroes of Akathra.